Ring out the bells for Christmas, played by the Edison Concert Band. Oh, why did oh. you have to say the? I mean, what didn't they neck I'm sorry. Who are we? Oh, fuck, I'm starting again. No, do it now. No, you're not allowed to start again. Fuck it. Oh, I do the Who edit. are we? No, fuck it. Who are we? We're the South Road Boys. Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 Merry <laughs> Christmas. Okay, that's a behind. That's a behind the curtains. No, fucking you. I'm starting. I edit. What are you doing? Just we'll make shit up as we go. I, tell I you mean, what. you can edit it out. But you I know won't. what? Man up. Man and just up. leave it in there. Let but people know you're not perfect. I think this really is how most people spend Christmas. There's the plans to do it really nicely and then get amongst people you love and have a great time, but it just ends up in bickering and fighting. Some people's Christmases are like that, aren't they? I'm kind of lucky. Mine aren't. My family and I get along really well. Yeah, but I think it's because but you see your family on a bit more of the rig. <sighs> Not that regularly. <laughs> <laughs> regular enough so it's not weird. I think that's your choice, not yeah. mine. <laughs> regular, regular enough so it's not weird. But I do. I I know that I worked with a <clears throat> a guy called Paul, who said that one Christmas, his sister put a. You know how you, you've got a carving knife, obviously, but you've got the carving fork, like yep. those two pronged It'd be long forks. Pronged fork. Yep, he got one of those through his hand. Nice. And he showed me the scars. That's a fucking Christmas dinner going wow. wrong, isn't it? Was she just trying to ham it up? Oh. <laughs> Pass me the turkey. Turkey, gobble, gobble, gobble. That'd yeah. hurt. But they are, they're like a tuning fork. They've yeah, got pretty some much. long prongs on them. Long tongs. Mm, long prong. I think that's what they do in parts Chinese of Southeast Christmas. Asia. Yeah. <laughs> a long tong Christmas. Yeah, long prong Christmas. Now, speaking of things going through hands. <laughs> okay. We're not talking about Jesus because that's Easter. Um, remember, it was almost twelve months ago, and I spoke. Well, there should have been some. It was almost twelve months ago. There should have been some music that just kind of kicked in. Yes, maybe some cloudiness around yeah. our brains. Harps. Oh fuck! Imagine if we had a harp player. What if we can get that <laughs> shit sorted? We're not Chris's. Well, I know Chris's Mark Barry. He's got a, <laughs> needs another job. If there are any radies out there that play the harp and would love to be our harpist for an episode, we welcome up. that. Oh shit. yeah, that would be gold. I'd lo- is it a harpist? Is that and even the right term? I would imagine so. Surely, if you know a lot about, it, you'd be a harpologist. <laughs> <laughs> imagine the jokes we could pull. I. Uh, Carol, stop harping on. Yeah, I was about to do the same gag. Don't harp on about my harp. Do we pluck them out of nowhere? Oh, beautiful. Exactly. Uh, Haunting yet evocative music. It'd be so good, though, because it'd be angelic for a Christmas special. It would. Because this is essentially our Christmas special. And it's probably not going to be that special. No, it never is. (laughs) It's all in the title, not necessarily in what's underneath the lace. Exactly. It's... Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't buy a, judge a podcast by its title. True. <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, we are better to oversell it. No, you're not actually. No. You're supposed to undersell, <laughs> overdeliver. But not... I'm thinking if we oversell it, though, people will listen. And at the end, they'll go, look, that wasn't, wasn't a waste as funny of fucking as what time. I thought, but 
at least we'll get them listening. The or not. They <laughs> might go. That's it. I'm done. Stick a fork in me. Thirty three seconds in, yeah. thought, these guys couldn't even actually start properly. Yeah, they they fucked that up. <laughs> and what's the worst? They don't know how to edit. They didn't even cut it out. They left it in there. And one of the guys actually said, I edit this shit. <laughs> How shit is he? Like, it's not like they send it off to an yeah. editing he suite. He must definitely be the ginger. Yeah, must be. Ranger. <laughs> so remember about 12 months ago or so, I spoke to you about my wife being as tough as all get out. Okay. Where she was sewing on the genome, and all of a sudden she went... Straight through. Yeah, yeah I remember that. So for those roadies who haven't listened... Fucking go back and listen to that shit. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? Take a good look at yourself. My wife was on the genome, or brother, or whatever well, brand. Yeah, is that what fucking... you call it these days? The genome, is it? Yeah, genome. On the genome, love. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she was sewing, and the needle from said sewing machine went through her fingernail, straight through, straight through her finger. And stuck in the down position. Oh, it's just, so she's oh, looked at her finger being cringy. pinned under the, what's it called? It's, there's a name for it. Oh, you're the, going to get all the technological. Sled? I think it might be called a sled. Really? That's very Christmassy. It, it might be. A sled. It's probably not. For those wow. people who say they go, it's not called the fucking sled. We're calling it the sled. Yeah. Um, basically, a finger was pinned. Needle goes all the way through fingernail and finger out the other side. And it was probably about mm, half a centimetre from the tip. And she's gone, ooh, that's a bit ouchy. Yeah, see, I wouldn't do that. So she's decided to manually, on the on the sewing machine she's got, she's got a manual dial on the left-hand yep. side. So she manually dials it up. Her finger then goes up against the sled so it doesn't go yep. up any higher. Forces and it forces the needle oh. all the way through and goes... Mm, you know what? I might sit down for 10 minutes. I'd love to be as tough as your wife. <laughs> I fucking know. So would I. And my son, who must have been young at times, turned to her and went, are you okay, mum? Because I think she let out the old, that's a bit ouchy. And she goes, no, no, I'm fine. Didn't want him to see the blood or anything like that. So she grabs a tissue, tissue, pushes it over her fingernail and her finger, sits down on the couch for 10 minutes, watches a bit of TV with the boy and goes, oh, yeah, that's all right. It's not bleeding anymore. Goes back to fucking sewing. See, let's just reverse that a bit. Mm. That's us in that situation, right? Oh, I'm, I'm there, called I'm triple sewing. zero. I'm sewing. Uh, well, Something's <laughs> going through. I'm looking down and going. What are you sewing though? Um, Lederhausen? <laughs> no, look, I'm probably doing the um, the hem on the pants or something. Oh, okay, yep. you know, I, I wear trousers. You do. You're so, a, you're a grown ass man. They have hems, yes, and occasionally they come a bit loose. Okay. So I'm doing the hem on the trousers. So you've, you've asked to borrow someone's sewing machine because you don't have yep, your own. Yep, exactly. I've got the genome in. Yep. <laughs> I thought that doesn't look anything like a fucking Indian. No. <laughs> so it's anyway. Geronimo, mate. That's what you yell at when you jump out of a plane. Okay, fair Could you imagine that? You're jumping out of a plane over spot, spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> genome! <laughs> it's it's a, new, a new competition to win a free sewing machine sponsored by Spotlight. It's to see who can land cool, on the spot. Of the logo, and everyone who jumps out of the plane. Genome! That's pretty cool. I like it. Trademark South Road Boys for those people who work at Genome. We'll keep that one. Yeah. Um, But I think our situation has been, you know, you're there with a sound machine. I don't know what fucking noise they make. Fair enough. Um, And they're saying, fuck! (laughs) Go! (laughs) 
Show to my finger. Joe, fucking call ambulances. Call the fucking ACS. Call everyone. You'd be like, it's going to be okay. Joe, it's not going to be okay. Do you know what I'd be like? I'd be like... (laughs) (laughs) He's got his finger. He's pinned himself. We're going to have to take the finger off. Hang on. Can I Facebook Live this? (laughs) (laughs) Let me take photos. No. Don't take a photo. Help me. Smile. (laughs) I can't get it off, Joe. That's what she said. (laughs) That'd be us. There'd be no carb. Oh, I'd no, also there'd be no possibly calm. be crying. Oh, there'd be tears. <laughs> there'd be wailing. My son would uh, be freaking out by now. <sighs> and there would certainly oh, be a be trip good. to the emergency ward. Oh, it wouldn't be good. Okay. wouldn't sit on the couch with a fucking tissue. <laughs> For 10 minutes and then just, you know, go merrily about your way. I mean, look, granted, she did have a small bruise underneath the fingernail, but because she'd pierced it, all the swelling just oozed out. Oh, nice. You know when you yeah. bang your finger and people go, oh, you're not going to lose a nail? That's because of the swelling. Yeah. She didn't have that problem because she'd already made the hole. That's impressive. Fucking oath it is. Anyway, so I didn't think she could get... Fuck! <laughs> I didn't think my wife could do anything more manly than that or more tougher than that. Oh, there's something. We're going to raise the bar. I haven't, obviously. <laughs> I haven't. So the other day, my wife is on the phone to a plumber. Just yep. having a chat. Get in come out and have a look at something. So sounds like a porn scene it coming does, up right now. <laughs> and we've got a friend of ours staying from... Did he come to fix the pool? <laughs> yeah, I've come to clean the pool. Um, anyway, we've got a friend of ours staying over from uh, the mainland, and that person runs in a fluster, would probably be the best way of saying it, with, Amy, Amy, come quick, come quick. And my wife's on the phone at the time again. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> So glad your wife doesn't listen to this. Oh, anyway, so <laughs> so my wife has said to the plumber, "Hang yeah, on, Amy, Amy, come quick, come quick." <laughs> it's pretty much a <laughs> football's about to start. I can't wait any longer. <laughs> Hurry up! <laughs> That's my move. That's my go-to. Doesn't oh. work though. <laughs> anyway, so. Oh. My wife says Sorry. to said plumber, mm. I haven't heard the last three things you've said. I've got a friend of mine. She's she's yelling out. <laughs> I just need to go and see what's going on. Yeah. Right. But she's on the mobile, so she takes the, the plumber with her, basically. Of course. Portable says, plumber. Ah, oh, there's a snake near the cat. I've just got to sort this out, plumber says to said wife. Better you than me, love. And she goes, hang on a second, and sort of puts him down, but he's on speakerphone. And my wife gets there and goes, Carolyn... You get the cat. So Carolyn manages to walk like 15 k's around the snake and come back, pick up the cat. And my wife's gone, what am I going to do? I know. I'll put a bucket over that snake. So she walks up to a copperhead. Let me say that again. Walks up to a copperhead. Do we have copperheads? We We have an Australian copperhead. I thought we had a brown snake and a tiger snake in Tasmania. We've got copperheads as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know nothing about snakes. Um, Won't kill you apparently, but will certainly hurt. Okay. If like untreated, it may sewing needle. It may be fatality, <laughs> but apparently not. Apparently, that's a bit yep. of an average exaggeration. Okay. But yeah, you'll know about it. And so she pops a bucket over the bloody thing, and then she goes thoughtfully, "It might get out." So she pots a log of wood on top of the bucket. Friend from the mainland says, "Oh, there's a spout on this bucket," and so my wife goes, "Oh, no worries. Get some tissues <laughs> oh, on no. a stick and shoves it in the spout." Oh, and the pl- wow. and the plumber's gone. Did you just do what I think you just didn't catch a snake? And she's gone. Yeah, well, you know, it was near the cat. <laughs> and 
Now, by this time, if it had have been me, right? So this is... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Whole different story. Whole fucking different story. So anyway, she calls... She calls The plumber goes, I know a snake catcher. So she calls that person. person says, look, I can't come, but I know someone else is in the area. She called that person. That person came out, and the woman arrived, the snake catcher arrived, and said, which way did this snake go? And Amy's gone, well, it's there. It's under the bucket. She's gone, you what? <laughs> you fucking what now? You fucking what now? <laughs> Because apparently, snake catchers generally rock up and people go, it slithered away yeah, over that- somewhere in that paddock. In that yeah. direction. It's, it's under the shed. I've had to burn the house. Yeah. <laughs> but it's over there somewhere. Very rarely do they arrive. It's also swallowed one of my children. Can yeah. you get that back for me? <laughs> if you can. Like, <laughs> if you can't, oh, well, it was nice knowing them. <laughs> um, very rarely rocks up to either a live snake or a snake that's in the exact location that the person says it is. Yeah. And they've gone, oh, yeah, lifted the bucket, caught the snake, and went, yep, that's a little copperhead. Now, it was only about 35, 40 centimetres long, but that's big enough. Still going to hurt you. Still going to hurt a cat. Fucking oath. And they put it in a, a thing and took it away. Yep. Now. They take it to Copperhead Road. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that, that joke was coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Steve Ellis there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I put myself in that position. I'm at home. There's the cat. Yep. I've kissed the cat goodbye. Like, that's gone. Because <laughs> you know what? That's gone. I think I would have been standing on a chair clutching at my pearls if I had seen a snake like that. <laughs> it was just. Oh, we're so manly. Fucking amazing. Uh, just for the record, there are three types of snakes in Tassie. Yes. Tiger snakes, copperheads, and whip snakes. Whip snakes. So I'm wrong. Oh, the Devo snake. Yes. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> whip it. Whip, whip it good. good. <laughs> so, yeah, the, that's, how um, they, that's the sound they make. So we don't have the brown snake in Tassie. That was my mistake. Yeah. A snake mistake. A snake mistake. Happens sometimes. Mind you, for those people a who- A snake. A mistake. <laughs> for those people who aren't a, a roadies who aren't in Australia, you need to be aware that pretty much, I think, seven out of the top dead, 10 deadliest snakes on the planet. Yep. I think they all live yeah, in Australia. Yeah, no, we got them. Yeah, it's all good. So we've only got two hmm. that are- Well, one, really, the tiger snake. That's the one that's going to fuck that's, up. The that's the, the one that's not nice. Hmm. So. What about the Devo snake? Is that venomous? Is They're that... all venomous. Of course they yeah, are. Yeah, of course Australia. they are. It's fucking Australia. Everybody wants to kill you. I saw one of these, you know, obviously the internet. Um, there's memes. <laughs> I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. So it's on a beach and there's a dingo eating a carcass of a shark with two snakes coiled around each other, obviously having oh, a yeah, sexy time. I've seen that. And it just says... Welcome to Australia. (laughs) So they're saying here, this is something I didn't realise. All three Venomous knew that. Mm. But they are not aggressive. And unless you have the ill fortune to stand on one, Mm. it's unlikely you'll get bitten. I don't believe that. Unlikely, though. I don't believe that's that. Not, that's not as much of a guarantee as I'd like. No, look, I'm thinking, I'm going to walk up and know my like, that snake's had a bad day. <laughs> he's just going, His missus has just up. gone, fuck you, George. <laughs> I'm leaving the hole. Yes. I'm fucking going. Frank's over there. Frank will look after a fucking female snake. Why ain't he you ever? You know nothing. <laughs> Come quick, <Yep>. Frank. <laughs> so, George is fucking angry. And I've just walked along. George has gone, that cunt's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you. I'll bloody well have you. Because so, that's the kind of language a snake uses. It's a bloody other day. Nathan, if I'm a tiger snake, I'm not saying oh, I might bite him. I'm, I'm dropping all the sea bombs. I will, I will have you. And I wouldn't be surprised if you actually even heard the snake say that. Yeah, exactly. It yells yeah. it. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I didn't realise, apparently according to the snake hatcher, the adolescent uh, copperhead will give you more of a dangerous bite than the adult. 
Really? Because the adult meters its venom output to just basically piss you off and scare you and potentially hurt you. Yeah, okay. Whereas... That's learned how like, to use its like, fangs. Like all adolescent mm. males, they just shoot their load. They just give you everything. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I mean, it won't do anything for another 20, 40 yeah, minutes. Take that! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, yeah, then it'll just lay there. Yeah, you've got half an hour. <laughs> and a, a, you come up, snakes here having to see you. Yeah, can we just... Can we just cuddle? <laughs> just... Give me a minute. I'll be fine. You got any Steve Earl, man? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So I did want to call um, my wife, uh, Steve Irwin. (laughs) That's hot. Yeah. um, She suggested that was a bit masculine, so I suggested Bindi. Um, Apparently, that's. (laughs) I'm not allowed to call it any of the Irwins. I am only able to call it Amy or my love. That's that's the limit. So that is. I've been granted. The uh, the appropriate caveats to be able to tell that story. I hope I haven't exaggerated too much, but seriously, my reaction would not have been, "Oh, there's a snake that could potentially kill me," because I believe every snake in Australia can kill you. Like that's the <laughs> way I operate. I don't get there and go, "Oh, some are dangerous, some are not." I'm just any snake in Australia pretty much can and wants to fuck you up. I would not have been calmly putting a bucket on it. <laughs> Because knowing my luck, it's going to go, oh, bucket, let's just strike right beside the bucket and kill the fucker that's got hold of it. So Yeah, no, I wouldn't have done that. No. Um, speaking of uh, wives, though, mm-hmm. um, I was watching a bit of stuff on YouTube yesterday. <laughs> Ren, you know, you're bored and you're not really in the zone to watch anything, so you just chuck YouTube on and end up going down the rabbit hole that is YouTube. Do you want me to tell you the YouTube hole I'll fill in? <laughs> watching celebrities... Watch YouTube videos of people who do covers of their songs. Oh my god, Joe Mather! It's so fucking loser. <laughs> it just really wow. is. <laughs> well, the ones that I was watching, it's when they um, I don't remember that. What is it when they just absolutely bake on one person? So they got one person on, and they just hassle the shit out of them. But they also a roast. Ah, uh, yes, the roasts. Yes, the roast. It was the Justin Bieber one. Oh, they get brutal. And, and the beautiful thing is they don't just have the go at the one person that's there for it. They have a go at everyone. If you rock up, you are Yeah, everyone game. has a go. So Kevin Hart was on this one. Yes. And one of the guys is said that to him, what? but he says, you're so short, you go up on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I had one of those moments where I'm in the room, I'm by myself, and I'm actually laughing yep. out loud. I had tears. It was just the funniest little one-liner. You could possibly say it. I don't know which comedian said it, but it was a Justin Bieber roast. Yep. And they went, you're like a female version of Ellen. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. But um, those roasts are great. I've got to watch more of them. You've got to watch the Hasselhoff one. Oh, really? Oh, that's brutal. David gets it, does he? Fucking oath. In spades. Because, you know, the whole drunken video that got released. He's done a bit of shit. No one holds back. <laughs> and I think Pam's there, Pam Anderson. Yep. And I think she she cops a bit of a flogging as well. I bet she's looking a bit haggard now. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen her in okay. a while. She started looking a bit haggard a while ago. Mm. She was, um, yeah. Tommy Lee really destroyed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bitch they were shit. a motley crew, weren't they? They were. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're all weak. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, oh. We're not even funny. It's ju- it's just it's just stupid day jokes and puns. That's all it is. Pretty much. Yeah. That's all I've got. And yeah. snake 
fucking cartoony. Well, when I first heard that Amy had caught a snake, I thought she'd gone far left, you know, Pentecostal, where we were going to start doing snake charming. <laughs> okay, so right. And I'm, th- yeah. Thankfully, that's not the road that she decided to go I down. Think it was snake charming. Wouldn't that be a cool gig? No, because people do that. Like some of the real, I'm talking people who make the Westboro Baptist Church look normal. <laughs> there are there are people who believe that they will they do dances and stuff like that with snakes, and the snakes won't bite them and stuff like that. Fucked up. I don't think many of those churches exist in Australia. I think they exist in parts of the world where you can get bitten. It's you know you shake it off, Taylor Swift style. <laughs> You try and do that with a you know a taipan from or a water snake from Australia, that shit's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, you're not dancing anymore. No, I you mean, put baby in the corner because baby will be dead. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no yellow belly black snake. No, it's not gonna be good. Mm. Speaking now, of um, people of colour, though, I'm gonna throw this oh, one on too. People of colour, how yeah. woke of you? <laughs> did that well, didn't I? You did. People of colour. Yes. <sighs> Can I just say how fucking hard that is for people who are white middle-aged men <laughs> to refer to a demographic of people without being offensive? Yeah, because, look, I don't think to the core of my soul that I would ever purposefully try and offend anyone. No. It was black, Asian, whatever else. Correct. It would never be said um, um, gay, whatever, anything. Mm. It would never be done as anything that was meant to be offensive. No. But I do realise though that by saying certain things, you can offend people without realising it. Absolutely. I don't know whether or not we're allowed to use the word black. No, I don't know anymore either. But people of colour sounds really good. I've heard I've heard people of colour use the word people of colour. So really? that's what I choose oh, yeah. to use, yes. Well, I thought they said <laughs> <laughs> Only gangsters. But I think they're allowed to. Yeah, Snoop Dogg can do that. Snoop to the D O double G. S R B can't do that. No. Uh Stevie Wonder. Oh, I've heard about this. The conspiracy's back. Guess who's back? <laughs> Stevie's back. Well, they reckon he's not blind. The Shaq was the one who dropped Shaq's his bomb. A, yeah, he, there's been a few of them. So go with your story. Go with right, your story. Right, so yeah, so Shaq's story, is uh, he's the one that's just come out now. For those and, who are playing at home, we yeah, are talking so, about and this is story O'Neal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Former NBA juggernaut. Yeah, big man. And he was a Lakers boy? I think he was a Lakers he boy, He was a yeah. Lakers boy. Says, see you later, boy. <laughs> he wasn't a skater boy. We haven't heard from her for a while, Avril Lavigne. No, she brought a new ad man not long ago. Any good? It wasn't too bad. There you go. Yeah. So um, she had Lyme disease. That's why she was away for a while. Isn't that something that's caught by deer? Uh, no, it's by ticks or something, I believe. I think it's ticks that live on deer. Okay, right. There you go. There you go. Beautiful link up. Mm, um, I, I would have got lemon disease. I think it goes better with a margarita. <laughs> but if she wants to, if she wants to have mojitos and lime. That's fine. Well, I have milk. Sure, that's got lime in it. Never even thought about it. There you go. Yeah, tick that off. Um, <laughs> Stevie Wonder, <sighs> Shaq O'Neal. So this story, I believe his story was from a few years ago, like when it happened. Mm. I don't think it's just happened, but it's something that he's brought up. It's just popped back up again. So he's basically wanting to do a, a building. Stevie Wonder happened to be staying there at the same time, mm-hmm. and. Um, and old Shaq's walked into, I believe, into the elevator. I, I believe Shaq was in the elevator okay. to start off with. And then Stevie... Has walked into the elevator. Has walked into right. the elevator. Might be that way around. Bang. Now, I'm not into the elevator. <laughs> into the elevator. Yeah. Um, and has basically gone, hey, Shaq. Yep. How did he know? And then press the button for the floor. Press the button. That's the other one. So... There's that little one. And he, he's not doing it as a piss take joke. He honestly tells yeah. that as a true story. Now, that said, people who are visually challenged, 
there generally is braille on the floor. On the buttons, buttons. and stuff, yep. So in a lot of places, not saying it was for this instance, um, but to be able to pick some, well, maybe Shaq's got a, a certain aroma, you know, smells like Shaq. <laughs> okay. With those size 18. Like Shaq. <laughs> wow. Um. Head into <laughs> the love Shaq. So... Yeah, it's, and apparently there's been a few others along the way too that have actually got these little stories about just little inconsistencies that happened with Stevie Wonder. So there's some people closest to him that actually mm. believe, truly believe, I believe, I believe, preach, that the man has been pulling our leg all along. And that's the thing. Imagine one if of, that happened. One of them though was I think he was on an award show or something and a microphone fell. And, and he, he just, grabbed it. And he grabbed it. Like it, like it's some, some kind of weird ass... Something out of the force. Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, it was stick. Exactly. Yeah, who just banging nose. Like, it's sonar. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Stevie he Wonder is dead. blind as a bat, and bats use sonar. There you go. And that's how he knows. Mm. And that's why he's so good at music. Would we... How, what, how do you think the world would react? Because it, it doesn't change his Lionel music. Lionel Richie. He reckons he knows he can see. Yeah, uh, Lionel mm. Richie's a lying bastard, though. But I mean, Lionel, we're walking on the now. ceiling. I Hello? mean, seriously, <laughs> are you blind? Just tell me so. <laughs> but Lionel Richie, I can see that you can see. <laughs> I don't think it's just me. <laughs> no, Lionel, he's been dancing on the ceiling. I think he's on the peyote. I don't you reckon? Think, yeah, I don't think you can take anything that Lionel says <laughs> seriously. But would that change the way that? The, I mean, obviously, it'll change the way the world views. Said Stevie Wonder, but no it one the music. likes being ripped off, though. Oh, people love Millie Vanilli. <laughs> I actually still do. I still do. I don't like Millie Vanilli. On the rain. I, I really like Millie Vanilli. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually brought them up a while back. Remember the guys that come out that actually were the real voices? Yes. Came out and released a song. And I think no it was called Keep was... On Running or something. Yeah. By the real voices of Millie yeah. Vanilli. And no one Look, it was it. a great attempt mm. by the record execs, but it didn't quite come off. No. They yeah. should have just gone with the pretty boys. Yeah, but um, Stevie Wonder, I just, I don't know. Mm. I just don't think, I think um, he'd be better off coming out as being gay than coming out as being sighted. Sighted. Mind you, he did a very funny carpool karaoke with James Corden. Did he? And they played the joke that everyone knew they were going to play the joke with. Like, this is, no one was surprised at the joke. I was certainly never going to be caught unawares with this joke. But when they did the joke, I still went... (laughs) That's funny. He got on the driver's seat, didn't he? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Like camera rolls and there's Stevie behind the driver's yep. wheel. And it was just like, how about I drive? And it was just it was just a beautiful joke. You, yeah, you wouldn't be able to help yourself. Yeah. And um, James was so wrapped because, I mean, Stevie Wonder fucking is an icon, right? James was so wrapped. He got Stevie. He goes, look, can you do me a favor? Can we call my wife? And Stevie's gone, yes, and I know what you want me to say. I just call to say, James loves you. <laughs> like, could you imagine being anyone and being on the other end of the phone to Stevie freaking wonder? And he does that. I mean, that would be awesome. He's, um, James is an interesting one. So I saw him in a few really dicky comedy movies. So he's done some really weird comedy. Just trying to make a living. Yeah. Yep. And then suddenly he's turned up and he's this bloke that everyone loves. Well, and he all the can rest of it. Sing. That's yeah, the thing. like he's this obviously this multifaceted, talented person. He's like a fat Hugh and, Jackman. <laughs> yeah, and now he's just cool. Like it's just well, I've really I didn't know much about him 
before the Late Late Show. Um, and the stuff that he did on Late Late Show was great. But once again, this is one of the things, America, if you're listening, fucking stop doing this, right? Okay, so you had lip sync battle. Fucking America. Fucking America. <laughs> you had lip sync battle with Jimmy Fallon, right? Which was great. And I loved the Jimmy Fallon lip sync battle. Yep, it was great. It was part of the show. It was a throwaway 10 minutes. It was great. And they didn't just host it. He was in it. He was in it, and they always chose great songs. Yep. Um, and who was it? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, I loved it. And now they've turned it into a program unto itself. Yeah, with um, oh, who's the gangster dude doing it? Is it Tone Loke? T Pain or no Tone Loke or someone who should have just Where the stopped? Fuck it is. Hmm. Um, I will say though, I did once again when I was on YouTube. <laughs> I saw for the first time yes. the Tom Holland lip sync when he's in the dress. Yes, my. Christ. Got some legs. <laughs> no, that, that dude can move. Exactly. Look, I'm not saying that the people who have been on that lip sync, they haven't done it well, but it's just overproduced and manufactured and it doesn't yeah, seem... it's not what it was to begin with. No, mm. it's not the Hey Hey It's Saturday version of what I wanted. True. Mm. And now Fucking James America. Corden did Carpool Karaoke. Now, he started that, I think his first guest was Adele. Okay. And it was really cool because she gets in there and she's got a cup of tea. Like yep. she's just literally got a cupper and she starts to spill it on herself and she's swearing and and she's a massive Spice Girl fan and it was a really cool interview. And then this premise of oh let's put the radio on and sing whatever comes on and yeah, it okay. obviously is all- oh so they don't choose the song. It's so all- I haven't really seen couple karaoke. Oh, you should because you can go okay. down the rabbit hole of that one. Cool. And basically, what it is, it's all the songs from the person he's interviewing. And then James and him sing. James and that person sing. And the really cool thing was um, James got props from Adele because he was singing, and then he sang a harmony to her, and she's gone, fucking what? <laughs> she was impressed by his singing. So yep. he won me then, and that was great, and that was fine. There are now so many iterations and variations of carpool karaoke that don't have James in them. It's just got two just different celebrities. Off the concept. And it's like, that's not what I want. Like when, who was it? He, um, give it away, give it away, give it, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you'll be like me, you got to sing the song before you realize Correct. who you're talking So James about. is doing carpool karaoke with Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then they said that the Red Hot Chili Peppers often just wrestle, like pre-gig. They'll just get out of the, the, the gig and they'll just wrestle on the Resident, ground. Yeah. And James is like, I reckon I could take you. And so they pull over, shirts off, and they're wrestling on someone's front lawn. Now, this is obviously all well staged, and I believe the whole thing ah, takes yeah. a long, long time. But it was just fun. It was just funny, and it was really, really good. So I'm, I'm a bit annoyed that just, you know, leave a tender moment alone, as Billy Joel no, said. Just, Come on. Just leave it alone. That's really nice. Mm. Leave a tender moment alone. Exactly. What has been going on in your world? Well, right? seems to have got the movie that I actually catcher. encountered James in the very first time, the one that actually stood out for me, the one where he grabbed my attention, I thought, that yes. guy's pretty funny. Mm. Lesbian, vampire, lesbian vampire killers. Of course. Yeah. Why do you want to kill lesbian vampires, not just all of them? Oh, I don't know. They just kind of or were the vampire movie. killers lesbians? <laughs> no, I just think they happen to be lesbians. So but it was an anti-LBGTIQP yep. plus vampire killer. Wow. Well, Made that dark. Yeah, sorry. Well, that's what it sounds like. 
Like we're okay with we're okay with vampires, just not the lesbians. Right, and that's fine. You know, you're obviously going after a minority. I'm not. James is obviously. <laughs> James, will... James is basically he's lost supporting a, a hate now. crime. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Take a good hard look at yourself, yeah, James. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know where I know James Corden from in his movie career? Where from? He's the voice of Peter Rabbit. <laughs> really? In the new Peter Rabbit film. Okay. It's quite good. That's good. Kids love it. Fine. It's not animation, it's uh, CGI. It's very good. I enjoy it. Now, what's been going on in your world? I discovered something exciting. Mm-hmm. Something came up on the socials. Oh. I looked at it and thought, fuck. It's actually happened. Mm. One of my dreams has come through. Gillian Anderson said, I'm open for a date with anyone with a beard. Oh, just anyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to pull a name out of the hat at random. I have a Troy. Let's get another surname out of the hat. Barnes. Wow. Anyone named Troy Barnes, I will date. I'm this. Oh, just going to have a moment. Just let that settle in and <laughs> just wash around inside the mind a bit and inside the heart and whew, just push that erection down. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why the table was lifting. <laughs> I tell you what, the um, the line you took there mm. is very similar to where I was heading. Really? So this thing's come up on the socials. Mm-hmm. I looked at it straight away. I thought, no, they've actually done it. It was the ginger factory. Oh, shit, son. And I've gone, wow. Where they make gingers or use them as some sort of guess, meat produce? I guess it's great. That, like, it's actually, it's real. So I'm going to let you come around here. Oh. And we're going to look at the video. There's a video, right? right? So, and this is, it gets exciting. This one, <laughs> it loses me. Right, so there won't be any sound. So there's, there's like families running around. You know, everyone's kind of nice and happy. Um, there's train rides. There's all these people. Lucky They're, this is a podcast. It's all, it's all fantastic. There's little rides and now there's a bee. And now they've got people having coffee and everyone's happy and smiley and it's great. And now they're eating burgers and they say, discover. And then there's people with trees and they've got bees. And it's, it's just amazing, right? Yeah. Have you noticed? Not one fucking redhead in the entire fucking film. Hang on. That was... Not one redhead. That's called the Ginger Factory. There is not one there. (laughs) No. So, I'm just so disappointed. I don't know why it's Ginger. And I feel like I've been led along. Well, but it's all... It seems to be a honey head. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm assuming it's like the gingerbread fucking men. Yes. Um, but, but or then, ginger people or gingivitis. Yeah, but it's, it's just, it is nothing to do with redheads. And I just thought, I feel ripped. What's the point? And I feel like jumping on some kind of freaking review site and giving them one fucking star. <laughs> wow. Yep. That just, that's how to cut someone to the quick, isn't it? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It kind of place if you went there, mm. they wouldn't have any matches. You have no. to use a lighter. Exactly. No, no redheads no there. No redheads anywhere. Or the off-brand Dick Smith version, Dickheads. <laughs> Dickheads. <laughs> that was, you know what? That's why I miss Dick Smith. For those roadies who aren't in Australia, we had a philanthropist. I can't even say it. I thought about it. Philanthropist? Correct. Thank wow. you. I'm the one that gets the word right this I week. Know, that's <laughs> awesome. Wowzers. Who basically started his own what, home electronics shop. Had been, I think, a professor of smartness somewhere. Started his own electronics shop called Dick Smith Electronics. Mm-hmm. Now, Australians love 
anyone who's going to call themselves Dick. Of course. Um, and he came out with... Richards can fuck off. Exactly. They can go get yep. fucked. Not even trying. But in Australia, he decided to branch into some other products that didn't break, but skirted around the trademark yeah. of other well-known Australian he was, um, brands. He was concerned about the fact that a lot of the Australian well-known brands are getting bought out by internationals. Yes. So he said, we need to stand up for the little man. For the Australians, for the Australians. We need to make sure that we're actually selling Australian products to Australians and the money doesn't leave our foreshore. Exactly. So in Australia, we have a popular brand of matches called Redheads, mm. and I'm sure they're a worldwide organisation. Probably. Anyway, um, so he came out with Dickheads because mm. his name's Dick Smith. Yep. Um, and then he wanted to make jams. Yep. So he had Dick Jam. Dick jam. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and there was a mite as well. There was Dick yep. Mite. Dick Mite. <laughs> Um, Dick did. Dick did. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Dick Smith Electronics folded. I did. Long, long after he sold it, though. Yeah, true. He didn't That's actually true. own it after that went down. No, yet. they just kept the name. Mm. And the name still goes. It's online. Owned yeah, by I Kogan. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah, Kogan bought out um, yeah. Dick Smith Electronics nice. online. So anything you get from Kogan is basically Dick Smith, and everything you get from Dick Smith is basically Kogan, yeah. which is all made in Hong Kong, apparently. Yeah, it's lost what it was. So, mm. yeah, um, Ginger Factory. I mean... <sighs> I'll send a little video come up. I'll send the Ginger Factory. And here's the, the tag, right? Mm. It has the, the Ginger Factory, right? Mm. And straight away, I've just gone, whoa. whoa. <laughs> this is all right. I'm going to pump it out the gingers. Um, but the tag is play, taste, discover. Ooh. And I've gone, wow, you guys have been erotic straight off the bat. Yeah, that's very sexy. Yeah. But no ginge. No ginge. I didn't get no. anything ginge from that ad. Nothing. Nothing there at all. Um, gingerfactory.com.au. Go there and be disappointed, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> now, we are coming up. Uh, if you are listening to this, roadies, which you obviously are, um, it, today, if you listen to the day it dropped, it is the 23rd of December. So Christmas, Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. And this episode so far has been so Christmassy, hasn't it? Exactly. <laughs> so what I wanted to do is maybe go through some weird Christmassy gifts. Oh. So right. happy with that. Happy with that. Have you decided... To get your beardaments. Beardaments, as in like beard oils, beard brushes, beard combs. So you know how you dress your Christmas tree with ornaments? These are ornaments for your beard. Little baubles that you stick in your beard. Um, I have seen that before. Hmm. Um, a few people have kind of said, oh, you should do that. It's really funny. Here's the reality of it, though. When you go to take them out, pulls a shit ton of hair with it. And you look like a dickhead. I look like that already. More of a dickhead. Wow. More of a dickhead. Miracles do happen. <laughs> okay. Now, in the Americas, they yeah. are a big fan of what we call ranch dressing. They do love a bit of the ranch. So like, much so. Ranch. So, ranch. So much so, the good people at Hidden Valley who make ranch dressing have made an inflatable lawn ornament for your Christmas display. Basically, it is a big bottle, inflatable bottle of ranch dressing. Are you kidding that's me? That's light up. And you put it on your front lawn. The the what picture I'm looking at is on the front Party lawn. Party Christmas decorations. Correct. Because nothing says ranch Christmas dressing like bottle. ranch dressing. <laughs> Fucking Americans. Yes. Ranch. Uh, ranch. Ranch. Uh, basically, <laughs> a. Imagine if mum and dad were American. Imagine <laughs> with the. <laughs> Oh, Troy. Oh, Troy. <laughs> I don't know why they talk like this. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you hear? Oh, 
Oh, mum would sound so different. Why? Why is it that I make when your mother? Oh, Troy oh, is American. Joy. I make her off the set of the Beverly Hillbillies. I don't, I don't know why I went there. <laughs> <laughs> there are probably about oh, I don't know at least a dozen separate unique. American accents. Yeah, you went straight there. And I went Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies could have been Dukes of Hazard even. Yeah, just a good old boy. <laughs> Never meaning no harm. Uh, the jumper that's got printed on it like a, a full chest, and it's called the Santa Bod. So it's a little bit flabby. And oh, it's nice. Got a, uh, it looks like a Christmas ornament hanging off the nipple. The Santa Bod. <laughs> the Santa Bod. Uh, you can obviously buy your... Donald Trump bottle top opener. Of course he can. For those people who are playing at home. The William Shakespeare tissue box. This is one the I like. The William liked. Shakespeare tissue box. So it's a box that you put your tissues in and out its mouth comes your tissues. <laughs> I don't know why that's Christmassy, but someone wow. obviously deems it is. This is one that I quite liked. It's an incense burner. You know, that's what happened when they first turned up. Yep. And the actual um, indigenous folk were there. Mm. Um. Native Americans. Native Americans, yeah, but they didn't know them as that then. No. They were just the who were here before I us. think they were called the Injuns. Yeah. What they did, mm. they thought, gee, these guys read a lot. Mm. They turned up straight away, Shakespeare. Oh. <laughs> First thing they did. Oh, roadies, for all the Chris- non-Christmas puns, I'm fucking so sorry, because it's not going to get any better for you. <laughs> Shakespeare, as soon as they arrived. Yeah, and that's what started the war. Yeah. You and I- uh, So bad. I- I'm a big fan of incense, and I know you burn Don't incense mind as well. Yep. It's the mature side of me now that's come out with the incense. Yeah, I like it. Um there's an incense burner or an incense holder that's shaped like the Breaking Bad bus. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's actually pretty cool. I think that's Do you find fun. that every time you say... Incense? incense. <laughs> you have to have a moment in your brain like that where you don't say, don't say wrong. Don't, don't say, say incest. <laughs> You're in Tassie. It's worse here. <laughs> it's possible here. Incest. Mm. The game for all the family. Yeah. <laughs> um, a new tree topper. Which is in the shape of a red Death Star for those Star Wars fans. Really? You said that's cool. That is cool. Don't mind that. And you know the bit that fires the laser? That's green. And laser. the rest of it laser. <laughs> and the rest is red. And then the channel where you have to go in and obviously, you know, shoot to blow up the Death Star, yeah. that's in a darker red. Ah, oh, that's pretty cool. That is very yeah. cool. Nerds Unite. Yes. Uh what else have we got that's going on? Oh, that's just really weird. Santa drops a deuce. Really? Why would you want that? So it is a sweater, because I think that that's, that's what we don't get here in Australia for Christmas. No, they've tried to pick it up. And look, it's it's come on a little bit, but not much. And I think for those people who... Aren't, not only because it's summer here. Exactly. For those people who aren't in Australia, this week we will be having temperatures across Australia that will be in the 40s, and some may even get close to 50. So that is 100 degrees. Yeah, you don't really jump in that. Yeah, for, for Fahrenheit people, which is only you people in America, everybody else is freaking normal and does <laughs> Celsius. Um, yeah, that's over 100 in they the shade. They have actually started bringing Halloween sweaters now too, in which you've got like your Freddies and your Michaels and like all your blood curdly stuff on them as well. Yeah, it's not really that's that just, scary though. Anyway, so this no. is a picture of uh, a sweater with Santa doing a shit down a chimney. Nice. <laughs> so that nothing says that. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, an Alice Cooper figurine. 
Once again, not very Christmassy. Ah, oh, a cat butt scratch and sniff book. <laughs> Why would you want that? I don't know. So you scratch the butt of the cat yes, to get a nice odour. Yeah. Oh, here's one for all the 420 fans. A snowman, so it looks like a snowman. Yep. And where its penis would be, which they don't normally put on a snowman, oh, a is a tube. It's a bong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a snowman bong nice. for when you're pulling cones in Christmas. Penny cones. <laughs> Penny cones. Uh, and in, once again with the inflatable, an inflatable cup of noodles, which is about the same size as half a person. Mm-hmm. Um, it just keeps on going. A kayak disguise as a backpack. Okay. Just like a kayak that folds up. A, once again, Always Christmas sweater. Kayak. Front, uh, it is a sweater, funny sweater. Picture of the president, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Fake trees. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's got yeah, moments that's to it. Um, and it just keeps on going on. Oh, a Groot wireless mouse. So it basically looks like the face of Groot and it's a mouse. There you go. And there's Some more great and more. Christmas and more. ideas for the roadies. Yeah. Mind you, by the time you listen to this, it's probably a bit close to get that delivered through Amazon or something. Yeah, but you yeah. know, pop down to your local. One of that, actually, fucking, that's the one thing. Amy's not listening to this, so it's okay. That's been my one frustration about moving back to Tassie. Haven't got the choice? Uh, no, the choices are limited, and I, I'm okay with that. Like, I, I knew that going in. I went to order my wife's Christmas present three weeks ago. It may not be here before Christmas. Oh, that's a long time frame. Yeah. Now, I know that if I had, if I was living in Melbourne, I would have had another opportunity to probably drive an hour and a half, two hours away and go to the exact same store or that same branded store and yep. buy the same gift. Um, and if I want to get it delivered, if I was living in Melbourne, where I was, $50, Tassie, 150 yeah, that water sucks. It really, really does. But, you know, mine camp, it is my struggle. So I'll just know for next year that if I want to get something that is... Yeah. Look, it's one of those things with Tassie. We do lose a little bit in that respect, but we gain a lot more in other areas. So but that's just it. Just got to get used to it. I have still made the choice to shop local. Yeah, which is good. To support a local business um, and still buy from them, even though they can't get the fucking gift on time. Yeah. That's frustrating, though. It is frustrating. Because you want to go to somewhere and get the service you expect and deserve, to be honest, in this day and age. Yeah. Now, speaking of Christmas gifts, you've been on the planet for 46 years. Wow. What Christmas present stands out in your mind? What Christmas present stands out in Because we always mind? get there and go, fuck, let's get the perfect gift, the perfect gift, the perfect gift. What gift have you gotten for Christmas? And you go, you know what? Oh, that's, that's me. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Wow. Um... Or maybe they just I'll be matter. completely honest. There isn't something that really stands out where I think, wow, I can tell you straight away what that gift is. Hmm. There's not. Um, we haven't even really done Christmas. When I say we, as in like family and I, we haven't done proper Christmas presents for a while now. Mm. Our, and it sounds wanky as all fuck, but um, our present for each other is just spending that time together. We enjoy oh, it. Your presence is presence yeah, enough. Yeah, it is. You know, it's one of, we actually enjoy each other's company. We really do. Yes. Um, and that's what we decided. We decided the present thing is just. We do, of course. You realise you're meant to do it, mm. but you actually don't need to. No, so we don't. I and mean, it's not like we have Fair young enough. kids. If you have young kids, it's a little bit different. Yeah, because you see the fun the in their eyes, and you get to muck around with them, and you get to enjoy their excitement. Yes. Whereas with us, we want to just maybe have a few drinks, tell stupid stories, and laugh a lot. 
Oh, I guess seven in there. Oh, Troy! Oh, Troy! I haven't said it again. Can you do that when you're at Christmas <laughs> on Christmas Day? Just just rock out one. Oh, I just I don't oh, know, Troy. I or actually know. go. Oh, mum. <laughs> oh, you know what I should do? Can you get her? Can you record it? That's what I'm thinking. Wouldn't it be great if um if I could actually get on video and say, "Mum, just go." Oh, Troy. <laughs> no, you have to hassle her first. You have to really hassle her. And just get a go, oh, Troy, bugger off. <laughs> like that's Because that's where I'm getting it from. That's as you and I as teenagers just being a pain in the ass, going into the kitchen as she's trying to prep a meal or she's trying to do something, taking stuff from the fridge, taking stuff off the cutting board, just getting in trouble and we get the, oh, Troy. It doesn't happen as easy anymore though. She's calm. She's more she's resilient mellow. than what she used to be. <laughs> she's toughened up. <laughs> she's hardened the fuck up. <laughs> Mud the fuck up, Merle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Ivan. <laughs> it, it Ivan? And harden the fuck up, Merle. <laughs> I can tell you now, if my father said that to my mother, he would not be in this plane of existence. He would be... And it would be one of those situations where, and that was the last time the family ever saw Ivan alive. <laughs> You go up to the fucking golf club. I've come to see Dad. <laughs> yeah, he sleeps in the green shed. He actually, yeah, he actually lives on the third green now. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that little, that little sewage tunnel that goes underneath the green. <laughs> and that was the myth of Ivan Barnes. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, there's no shower up there, so all he can do is wash his balls in the ball washer of the first. <laughs> it's painful. And you should see the size of the scrot on him, but he gets it done. <laughs> oh, look, he'd have the big beard and the long hair, and he'd still be wearing his spikes and his shoes. And you just well, see, got one pair of you shoes, just see yeah. him run over the fairway cage. You grab a duck and rip his tail and just drink the blood for sustenance. Like just, and I'd be like, what was that? Oh, it's just Ivan. Yeah, it's just Ivan. He's lived here for years. Exactly. <laughs> he, he bathes in the fourth, <laughs> in the dam. <laughs> He makes money. He makes money by ferreting balls and selling passing oh. golfers for fifty cents each. Yeah, they just <laughs> the legend of Ivan Barnes. This become a tourist attraction. Exactly. The legend of Ivan Barnes. Like the Penguin Golf Course on the Australian rankings was four hundred and thirty. Now they've got the legend of Ivan <laughs> Barnes. It's top ten every year. Yes. It's a, because it's like an obstacle. Yeah. Ch- chapter three: The Twirl with Merle. <laughs> The, no, you're the right. When you... it all went downhill. Hard <laughs> the fuck up, Mel. Oh, he would oh, cough. Hard the fuck up, Mel. <laughs> he would cough a flogging. <laughs> oh, you just see Daddy be cowed in the cottage. Saying, no! no, the boy made me do it. <laughs> I've got tomatoes. Don't hurt me, woman. <laughs> not the not the Martys. Oh. <sighs> Oh, dear my poor parents. You will be in for an absolute treat at Christmas as you recall this story in your mind about the day Dad told Mum to harden the fuck up. <laughs> Do you know what? That's worth you having children just so you can tell them that story. Kids, oh. let me tell you about the day Grandpa told Grandma to harden the fuck up. Yeah, so here's the thing. My parents... Um, or my mum especially. She's listened to bits of the podcast. Oh, no. But not in recent Sorry, episodes. Sorry, Not probably for 
Not probably for 18 months. Like, I'm talking oh. right at the start. It would have been, you know, what are you boys up to? Kind of yes. Thing. I think when we played, the, I played the snippet. It might have been last Christmas. About, I gave him a heart. When we did the joke about the, um, oh, that's right, with the guns, the way to fix gun control. Just mm. take away the bullets. Remember that? Because mm. my brother-in-law and my sister are both big um, big shooters. They like hunting, hunting and all the rest. Yep. So I said, you know, I've come up with this, this funny idea. Mm. And they still thought it was a bit amusing. I thought it was of pretty course. clever. Um, but that was kind of really all that mum and dad have probably heard of the podcast, to be mm. honest. They wouldn't have heard the, oh, Troy. <laughs> so, oh, your dad's heard it. Part of me's going <laughs> to be like, going to be like, I want to tell him about it. Like, it's really funny and maybe play him a few snippets. But I don't want to get hurt. But the other, the other part's like, no, nah, you shouldn't do that. But that first part, after probably a third of a bottle of bourbon, <laughs> we're suddenly thinking it's funny again. <laughs> a third of a bottle of bourbon, half a fucking pavlova, and suddenly I'm all in. <laughs> Your face is all in. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's going to be interesting. Especially when your oh. mum hasn't had the half a bottle of bourbon. No, mum doesn't drink much. Maybe she should. Maybe that's Maybe what you could do. Spike a drink. Irish up a coffee a little bit. <laughs> get her three sheets to the win. Oh, Ivan, Troy's got me pissed again. I'm actually, get her to t- actually take some helium. <laughs> That'd be close. Ivan! Oh, Troy! Oh, Troy! <laughs> oh, your mum on helium would be the... I'd make that my ringtone. <laughs> oh... Oh, but a big shout I'm out to Mel. You are, any inheritance. you are, you are loved. You, you nah, really are loved. She's awesome. She's a good egg, your mum. Uh, so anyway, so to jump back, um, have you got any presents that you remember back? I think, um, for me as a kid, uh, it would have been my BMX bike. I think that's the one that, and it may not have just been the bike because it was in a movie. Uh, well, obviously, my bike wasn't in a movie, but that style of bike was in a movie. Yep. Um, I think, though, it was just that that signified freedom. It was like your first car. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's not – I mean, the car was great, but it was the freedom that it gave you. Yep. You could go out and do stuff by yourself. Um, and I think one of the presents that I've got – I've got a – my wife's been really good with presents because I'm a gifts person, so I quite like gifts and I quite like – the thought behind gifts. I like them too because they're really funny. Like you're sending to people and moving pictures and stuff, and it's really cool <laughs> on Facebook and messages. Gifts. Oh, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, you keep going. Yeah. Um, one year, that. though, <laughs> I, I almost wet myself because uh, you and I love TV, we love movies, we love cinema and, and, and that sort yep. of entertainment. Now, we grew up in a state at any, that only had two channels. Yeah. So when I moved to the mainland and we ended up getting... And can we just point out, one of those was ABC. Correct. <laughs> so and it's really I, one and a half channels. And then I think somewhere in the early 90s, we got two commercial stations. Um, but when I moved to the mainland, we ended up getting, I think, four or five channels. And then one year for Christmas, my wife got me a year's subscription to pay TV. Oh. I almost lost my fucking mind <laughs> because on one hand, it's like I can watch everything. On the other hand is this could be a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. Because if I spend every waking moment watching TV, 
I won't get to do the other fun things that I like to do. Yeah, and not only that, if you do that, you also won't get to do the chorey stuff. Yes. And if you just turn around and say, but you bought it for me as a present, <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. No, that's, no. And it was like the time that I that my wife for my birthday bought me a PlayStation. It didn't have a number after it because it was just called a PlayStation. Yep, yeah, the one and the others. Um, one of the things that she said to me goes, I don't want to be a PlayStation widow. <laughs> so I would make sure that I'd play for like an hour and then pause it and then just go and sit next to her and go, hi. <laughs> and she'd go, what are you doing? Nothing, just spending time with you. because yeah, I love you. I love you. You're still okay, got to go. You still a controller in your hand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> i got to go, got to go, got to go. And she thought that was quite endearing and quite cute that I would pause the game or pause playing just simply so that I didn't make her a PlayStation yeah. widow. Well, the thing about Christmas is, mm. and this is the best part, you take away all the bullshit away yes. from Christmas, and what essentially actually is meant to give us some, it does give to me, is joy. Mm. And What's speaking it? of joy. Oh, yes. I was at that time. I've heard. Yes. Uh, see, so Thoughtful Troy, I'm just going to throw this in there quickly. Mm. That's uh, what she said. Thoughtful Troy uh, doesn't hang around around Christmas much. No, he's often his yeah, does. sex because, escapade somewhere. Yeah, because Thoughtful Troy, he doesn't want other people's beliefs, you know, coming in and taking over his beliefs and taking over his energy. Yeah. You know, makes so sense. He'll let, makes sense. He'll let Christmas have its time, mm. you know, and then the real religion. The thrust. The, <laughs> the, he'll thrust himself back into society again. Exactly. Um, so he decided to let his little pleb. Padawan. He's, he's, he's apprentice. Yes. Uh, to take over again. So um, let's hear what Joyful Joe is going right. to say. Let's do this. This week, welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. He's already fucked it up, Thoughtful Troy. Sorry, and, I did that. And Joyful Joe. <laughs> this week's electronical mail comes via Frederick. On the hotmail. <laughs> Frederick's agent. Dear Thoughtful Troy and Joyful Joe, I urgently need your assistance as I feel my frequent masturbation has escalated out of control. Ooh. At first, I would have a fondle around the house. <laughs> but then, as that no longer did the trick, I'd have a frisky flog in the front garden <laughs> in full view of the street. Where I think I have gone too far was the other day I was in a lift and a young couple got on and they were very attractive. So I started having a little tug. And even when they got out and more people got on, I couldn't help myself. So I helped myself. Oh, please, thoughtful one and joyful one, help me. Dear Freddy, my fanciful flogging fiend, firstly, you must not be hard on yourself. Masturbation is quite normal, and even the excitement that one gets from doing it in public is understandable. But I must tell you, this is where my advice must end, as masturbation in front of others on an elevator is just wrong on so many levels. Oh, jeez. Thank you. Oh, and joyful, bless. joyful Joe. <laughs> joyful Joe. <sighs> Oh. Wasn't worth it, was it? <laughs> I tell you what, look, he's getting there, isn't he's he? Tro- he really he's trying. He's trying. 
Yeah, and, he, and also he does want to take the shine off. There's the no chance one. of that. Uh, there is that no if chance. that happens, it'll be like, Joe! <laughs> what are you doing? For some reason, Thoughtful Troy's voice goes Merle-like. Oh, that would have been Thoughtful Troy's mum. Yeah. That's a different person. Has she got the Merle emulator? <laughs> the Merle emulator. New, new gift from Hasbro. The Merle emulator. Oh, amazing that. Like that fucking Chewbacca mask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the Chewbacca mask, for those people who haven't seen it, go to the YouTubes. There is this lady, and she's from the South, very similar to the lady who tried on the Chewbacca mask and can't stop laughing at herself. This lady came out of a shopping complex. I'm going to give spoilers, but fucking go and watch it anyway. Wow, okay. Because I love watching people laugh so much at what they've done, they start to cry. This woman basically comes out of a shopping centre and sees a guy doing what she thinks is cleaning or washing her car. So she's in a public car park. And she was overcome. She was like, oh, it's the season of giving and this is just the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, nice. And so she walks up to this guy and says, this is why I love Christmas, because people are just so giving and embracing and just do things out of the kindness of their heart. Can I give you a hug? And he's gone, sure. And she hugs him. And as she hugs him, she realises it's not her car. It's, it's his car. And he just looks at her and she realises and then walks two cars up to her car, gets in, drives off. And the video starts when she's driven around the block and is regaling this story about how fucking stupid she was. You know, I love YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> The um, one that I really like, no, I won't say I really like, one that annoys me a bit, they do the gold digger videos. Have you seen those? I ain't seen she a gold digger. Yeah. So basically what they'll do is they'll have a dude, broke, they'll, broke. They'll have a dude there with a Ferrari or a Lambo or something. Yes. And they'll wait for a good looking young girl to come along. Yes. And they'll say, you know, get out here doing. Sounds good. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, you okay, yeah, it's, yeah, it's my car and all the rest. Yep. And they'll, blow, and they'll talk and say, you know, do you want to maybe go and some dinner or catch up? Yeah, sure. Mm. And then someone will come along and voice out the line. It wasn't their car at all. And they'll say, Mate, you look after my car. Thanks for that. Yep. They drive off. And then they'll kind of go, oh, do you still want to go and some dinner? And of course, they'll be like, no, I'm not interested. And I'll say, so you're well, a gold f- digger. No, because you're a fucking liar. Yeah. So, But that's what they do. So they trick these people in. Yes. And I watch this one because I don't normally watch them, but I thought, that's <laughs> weird. This one Sounds actually, like you do. That's weird <laughs> that it came up because uh, normally they wouldn't come up on my feed because mm. it's not something that I look at. Um, so I had a look at it. And I watched this girl that said, um, actually, yeah, yeah, sure. I was like, you still want to come and have dinner? It wasn't my car. I lied to you. Yeah, that's no, fine. Yeah, that's you seem right. like a, a nice guy. It's a bit of a laugh. I get why you did it. You know, you wanted to try and impress the girl when I was. And this guy was actually shocked that, wow, we haven't actually found someone that's just a gold digging girl that just wanted the car. But the it was thing, actually really cool. But the thing is, they're not gold diggers. They might have been attracted to the total package. And then as soon as they found out you're a liar, they've gone, well, that's not a good start. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so. Anyway, and Roadies, we us. wish you a very, very Merry Christmas yep. from us here at the South Road Boys. And we have a present. Oh, we have a small little gift. Yeah. Are you going to introduce it or do you want me to? Oh, you can. Oh, well, we'll give a snippet because we're about to sign this one off okay. and have a quick break. Yes. It's still going to be one package. Exactly. Like, like Santa. It's like Santa's sack. Multiple You're layers. not, not going to have two sacks. It's all one <laughs> sack. <laughs> but we are going to do a little bit of an erotic... Christmas reading roulette that's not roulette
another one. That's right. Erotic reading roulette with the South Road Boys. Welcome to the Christmas version of erotic reading, not roulette. roulette. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's not roulette, but it's we not. love the name. Actually, Joe loves the name. I do love erotic reading. I said roulette. to Joe, I said we need to do something. Erotic for Christmas. No, actually, yes. you brought it up. I brought it up. I found the the book. Yes, and I said, look, we're going to read it in in its entirety. Though it's only twenty seven pages. And when I suggested that we may not get to twenty seven pages, yeah. um, but I said we'll do it like page at a time. Perfect. And you're like, we're still going to call it erotic reading roulette, though. Yes, but it's not roulette. But it isn't. But it is. Ah, but it's not. Okay. A fucking yes. Right. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. I'm going to add roulette to this. Righto. Because how? Uh, random number generator. Righto. You realise that there are no page numbers on what we're reading on the no, no. scenario. The roulette will be who goes first. Oh, okay. I like that idea. Yep. Okay. So so we'll still do a page at a time. Yeah. So essentially it's still going around the wheel. There's only just two people in the wheel. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in a minimum number of one and a maximum number of 27. And I'm going to say a number, and you say a number, and then I'll hit generate, and whoever gets the closest to it goes first. And that's the roulette. Okay. Joe also, at this stage, does not know what we're reading. No. Doesn't know the title. No, and I am I so looking forward to it. purposefully actually left it. Till this moment. So I'm going to go first. I will say number seven. Okay. Um, I'll go 14 then. Which means you get everything above fucking 14. Well done. Yeah. Well played. Oh, no, you don't, bitch. Number one. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas to you. You can go first, though, even though I won. Okay, fine. So, um, so there's the roulette piece. So how, yeah, so how we would normally do it, for those who haven't listened to Erotic Reading Roulette oh, before. Do yourself a favour. Yeah, go back. Um, was it episode 94, I think, was our first step into the erotic world of literature? Of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, so the way it works is that we normally would mm. pick an erotic book, which Fifty Shades of Grey was our first. Chick lit. Ch- erotic chick lit. Yes. Because yeah. the girls love a bit of the sexy time. Don't in, they in ever? Literature. Especially read by two middle-aged white boys. <laughs> yeah, so we decided we're not just going to read the book. No. Um, because we wouldn't get through the book anyway. We wouldn't. And there's a lot of admin to get done. Like, there's a lot of character build. Well, yeah. you sorry. The assumption is there's a lot of character building and scene setting and stuff like that. If you have read Fifty Shades of Grey, L. James has done away with all of that stupidness and has just gone straight into... More silly, really. Yeah, exactly. Because ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't got no, nobody got. <laughs> ain't no time. So foreplay less. Foreplay erotica less. is what we're after. That's what we want. So we decided we're going <laughs> to instead of reading the book in its entirety, where we just put in how many pages we've got, get a random number generator like we just did right then. Yep. And where we just pick random numbers and read them with no context of what the characters are doing, who the characters are, who's even speaking sometimes. Mm. And we would start mid sentence, end mid sentence, yes. if we didn't actually start and end properly on the page, which. For L. James was often. Very often. <laughs> so um, that's what it was. And it became a lot of fun. Oh, we love it. Yeah. We so love it. If you don't like erotic reading roulette, then you're not going to enjoy this. Yeah. And but- also, don't listen to it if you're expecting to get turned on, because that's not what we're about. <laughs> Mind you, some of you might. Oh, it's understandable, isn't it? That was my our, sexy voice. Oh, our sexy tones. Mm, and that lovely, <laughs> sexy Australian accent. <laughs> that's slightly nasal. Yeah, copper. <laughs> How's it going, mate? <laughs> going all right? So... Um, 
But this one we haven't used the book. We've used the good old-fashioned Kindle app yep. on my tablet. Mm. So we'll just jump in. We'll just find that. We'll open that up and get that ready. So um, I was looking for some titles, something mm. that stand out. So I guess I found a few titles that were interesting. Okay. So the Christmas Erotic Reading Library. Oh, I love this. You've got a list. titles yep. such as Taken by the Reindeer Team. Oh, bestiality. Excellent. Silent Night, Sexy Night. Oh, I love that. Little play on words there. Yeah, that's no, that's good. good. Christmas, but once a year. Oh, hello. Might be a bit of an anal travel. Yeah, I like that one. Mm. Uh, lick That Candy Cane. Oh. There's very, not bar- Christmas is yeah, really sexy. exactly. That's not very in the lead at all. Santa Baby, Take Me Maybe. Oh. <laughs> I think that was a song by Mariah Carey, wasn't it? Uh, there was, here's the one. This is the one. Unwrapped Tentacles. There's oh, a lot of that's... sea life porn. Is there now? Yeah, I think it's all to do with the the anime. I don't know how the, I don't know what the word is, but you know how you got the kind of the the like the tentacle gods and all that kind of stuff. Sure, starts with with C, like um, Cthulhu Cracking. or whatever it's called. <laughs> okay, I know. There's all this. There's heaps of literature about it. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I'm not so an edge. I'm not talking about erotic stuff like uh, science I ain't fiction. No edge, Makita. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Mary Sexmas. I mean, oh, you can't that, that just writes here. itself. And. The stocking stuffer. <laughs> oh, so deck the balls with with that. <laughs> with that, what did you choose out of out of all those options? Out of all what those options, did you choose? I didn't choose any of those. What did you choose? We've got fucked by Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, there's a. There's a Jack the Frost sort of a snowman scenario. Yes. Dressed in a Santa's hat. It's little, basically- Little bow tie scarf. If you put- Six pack. <laughs> if you basically made Chris Hemsworth, who played Thor, oh. and made Frosty the Snowman his head- Yeah, put them together. That's what you've got. Yeah. So and, but can you- Fucked by Frosty. Yeah, but the author, that's an awesome- uh, Yeah, the author is uh, Cake Montgomery. Of course it is. That sounds like one of Michael Jackson's kids. Like, you know, he had Blanket <laughs> and Prince and <laughs> Cake. Everyone loves Cake. Yeah, look, it's just- It looks great. It really <clears throat> does. All right, well, you are kicking with the wind- as they would say, bowling from the page. Uh, this end. book does contain scenes of a sexual nature for adults only, just so those who are listening are aware. Yes. <laughs> I think the word erotic <laughs> might be the giveaway. Uh, also, for those who might enjoy this, uh, Cake has already had a couple of other stories out. Mm. Uh, Secret Santa Billionaire. Oh. And uh, claimed by the Christmas pudding, an inanimate object shifter romance. It sounds like <laughs> Cake's very much in the. Christmas themed erotica. Yeah, and also, look, I, I think group. Cake doesn't take thyself that seriously. One would hope not. Let's kick it off. Go. Paging Dr. Frost, Dr. Jack Frost, to the emergency room. No, can you start that again? Sorry. And can you hold your nose when you say Sorry. it? Paging Dr. Frost, Dr. Jack Frost, to the emergency room. <laughs> Is that better? Thank you very much. Sounds like it's over a PA. Theatre of the mind, Troy. Come on. Sorry, man. Pinewood Medical Centre's emergency ward buzzed with activity. The temperature was at a toasty level, except for when the automatic doors slid open and a gust of bone-chilling air and a few flakes of snow rushed in, making the patients put their coats back on. They'd just taken off. 
adding frustration to the already miserable atmosphere. A rainbow of metallic-coloured tinsel framed the reception desk in a happy holidays, sorry, you have to get a leg amputated sort of way. (laughs) (laughs) I love cake. Already. (laughs) Already I I love cake. I I liked cake before this. I love cake. Now I love cake. Cake is brilliant. And you know what? I've already built a mental picture that L. James perhaps didn't paint. No, L. James didn't do it. L. James went straight for the genitalia, basically. Yeah, but not really. Not really. It was a long way around. Looking it, but, down, yeah. looking up, whispering, mumbling, moaning. Yeah, none mm. of that here. Straight into it. Uh, amid the unfolding chaos of crying babies and moaning folks doubled over with abdominal pain, sat Katie Grubnick with her head hung between her knees. You'd be mistaken for thinking this petite woman was pregnant. Comma. End of page. Oh. There we go. We move it over now to Joseph May that okay. had carried on. Oh, very fucked up. Here we go. <laughs> Fat fingers, that's my problem. Okay. That's not what she said. <laughs> Judging by the frequent puffing and panting coming from her mouth and an obviously large belly. But she wasn't pregnant. No, sorry! Katie couldn't catch Dick if she tried. <laughs> if Dick was a hungry cat and she was a can of tuna, the cat would just saunter on by, looking for a taller, blonder can of tuna. Mousy brunettes need not apply to this tuna factory. <laughs> or if a dick was a dodo bird and Katie Grubnick was an archaeologist, well, you get my drift. They're never going to cross bars, ever. Or so she thought, on this Christmas Eve. Eve? Oh, nice. <gasps> And it's our Christmas I know, Eve. it's well, well done, Kawinkadink. Yeah. Only three hours ago, Katie laid tucked up, all cosy in bed with her cat, Harry Purter, <laughs> munching on a white chocolate snowballs, enjoying an incomprehensible Scottish accent of murder mystery TV shows. I love that the pussy's already in the book. I in do the so. story already, yeah. The first stabbing pain hit Katie. When the grey-haired detective arrived at the victim's house and declared, There's been a murder! Oh, nice. Nicely done. For aspirin and increasingly level of discomfort later, Katie jumped on an Uber ride with two other people of various body causes and made her way to the hospital. While a child in the chair beside her played with her noisy handheld game, she racked her brain over what could have caused such a random occurrence. After she'd finished thinking about dicks and not being <laughs> pregnant, her meal from earlier... That day came to mind. Oh, okay. So well, I, you know what? I'm a big fan of cake. Cake Cake's has really yeah. started to bring it. No sexy time, though. But that's fine. Yeah, but we're talking about dicks. We're talking about pussy, and there's a Scottish yeah. accent. Nice. So you know what? Everyone's it's winning. <laughs> Woolly and the gang, the wool and craft store where she worked, ha- where she worked, had had. I love it. I know it makes sense, but having two heads together in a sentence is really had weird had. for the brain. Mm. Had had. Their staff Christmas party at Crouching Cat and Exiled Man, the local Chinese restaurant. She's, she's got <laughs> some really friggin' big, complicated names of places. I like it. And so, why don't cake? The table consisted of seven staff members. Had sh- consisting of seven staff members had shared an array of spicy and fried dishes, and she'd felt fine, if not a bit gluttonous. That they'd bid her, when they bid each other farewell. As much as her rounded stomach hurt, she hoped it was just a case of good old food poisoning <laughs> and not something more serious, like gangrene of the toes. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be erotic. It'll get there. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. 
Katie Grubnick, a nurse wearing white trainers, scanned the room. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Kat- oh, sorry. <laughs> Katie could hardly speak. <laughs> she grabbed her bag and followed the nurse like the hunchback she now was. How are you today? The nurse smiled, closing <laughs> the door behind Katie. Fine, I guess. Katie came from an emotionally repressed family and found it difficult to articulate her feelings, even as a 23-year-old grown-ass woman in pain. (laughs) Jesus. Take a seat. What brings you here today? The nurse flipped through the sheets of paper on the clipboard. Shoe shopping and the the dire atmosphere is what Katie wanted to say. What else would you come to an emergency room for? (laughs) I think I have food poisoning. There's this stabbing pain here. She waved over her abdomen. Uh, it or started abdomen. Abdomen. Yeah, abdomen. Abdomen. It started a few hours ago, and now it's much worse. That's another page. Wow, we're really ripping through this. I reckon. Um, I reckon we're going to hit the sexy time. It's going to blow us away. Well, I'm hoping so. What can only be described as contraction pain seized Katie, causing her to grip the table and gasp. <laughs> She cried. The nurse scribbled what something. What did she cry? Ow! 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 <laughs> the nurse scribbled so something good. down. On a scale of one to ten, how bad is twelve? Twelve! <laughs> More than ten! I see. And does it hurt when I do this? The nurse poked Katie right in the gut. Fudge! Yes. Fudge. Yes. That's okay, what... right. Fudging fudge. Sorry. She half screamed. Several drops of sweat now tickled down her pale cheeks. Open up. The nurse placed a thermometer under Katie's tongue. Oh, goodness. Your temperature broke the thermometer. Are you feeling hot at all? Hot? Katie felt like molten lava at the core of the earth. It was as if all the desert had moved into one big desert, and Katie was there in the middle of it. You could stir fry an egg and rice on her forehead and make a souffle of (laughs) you-know-what. You get the point. She nearly vomited at the thought of any MSG-laced food. Just a tad warm. Not much, she breathed out. The nurse raised an eyebrow. Let's get you up in the bed and find out if Dr. Frost will see you. Of course, here we go. (laughs) Okay. Katie lurched in one go to the scratching but perfectly iron sheets. Oh, Oh, the, iron, the iron sheets. The iron sheets. We can see what is behind you with the iron sheets. As the nurse left, Katie worried about her cat, Harry Perter. <laughs> it's a terrible it's a great name, name for a cat. It's a terrible name. No, okay. I love it. Cats should not have two names. Harry Perter. Just You call him Harry for short. Yeah. If she had to stay in the hospital for days, who would feed her the cat that is? Mm. Otherwise, at the hospital staff. Hang on. Probably. Harry's a girl. Fuck, there's a point. <laughs> Non-binary. Non-binary. It's fine. Non-gender specific. Yep, it's all good. Um, <laughs> she figured she could text a colleague from work and find a way to get her the key. A lot of females in this book. Hmm. Many- oh, yeah, Frost. Frost hmm. is a man. Um, well, maybe. <laughs> I guess so. We've got to go back. To she figured she could text a colleague from work and find a way to get her the key. With her family being all dead, <laughs> Christmas wow. and any next of kin related stuff left a big, sad hole in her heart. Wow. Wow. Way to get to what the sexy time. What if we find time. out 
how that happened. I don't reckon we will. Fuck, I think this is just going to be a really sad, tragic tale of a, a lonely cat woman <laughs> who ends up in a yard and a cat dies because no one's there to feed it. Sweat soaked through her pink top and blue jeans, leaving dark, wet patches where the fabric stuck to her body. Time eluded her. Whether the nurse had been gone five minutes or an hour, she did not know. Hello, Miss Grubnick. Ooh. I'm Dr. Frost. Doctor and billionaire. <laughs> Doctor billionaire. What the fuck? Wow. No, <laughs> Who no. Who introduces okay. themselves as doctor and billionaire? If I was both, I probably would. <laughs> like, if I was a billionaire and a doctor, one, I probably wouldn't be working in the ER on probably Christmas not. Eve Eve. I, but I would certainly make sure that anyone I treated knew. That I was a doctor. But doesn't it come across as a little bit presumptuous that the billionaire thing is going to maybe get you to drop your pants? Well, the doctor thing's going to do that by itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor, drop your strides. Right, But that said, if I was a billionaire, I, I probably would make sure that everyone knew. Yeah, I think shit's about to get real here. Um, or it's just going to get judgy. Right, so I'm <laughs> doctor and billionaire. Mm. Mm. Katie's eyes open to see the most handsome doctor she'd ever seen. How many doctors she's seen? I've seen a lot of them. No. I mean, it's got to be a comparative point. Exactly. I've seen one other one. <laughs> and You're the, far superior. And, and, and that woman was dead in her. <laughs> uh, his olive, tanned skin stood out against the white of his coat. Katie was speechless, which is obvious she's not talking. Mm. Not only from a swollen throat, but from what she had brought in, what he had brought into the room. Oh. He looked like a modern-age Swedish Viking, oh. white blonde hair pulled back into a man bun and a broad athletic physique under a crisp white shirt that showed a hint of his pecs. Oh. Ooh. Something for the ladies. <laughs> well, I'm going to ruin you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Katie swatted the air as if that would help her hear any better. Did he just say ruin me? Mm. I'm going to run some tests. I understand you're experiencing severe abdominal pain. Nice. Well done. End of the page. You're into the good stuff now, Joe. The, the, the bit that I'm going to struggle with is... I think I might give him an accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Feel free. Yes. Oh, hang on. Oh, oh, I see I fucked it up. Wooly and the gang, we've done that. Yeah, God, it was technology. Yes. As the nurse, uh, yes, abdominal pain, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's so bad, Doc. Katie grabbed her full belly as another contraction seized her, sending her into the fetal position. She was doing a good job of ruining herself. Nurse! <laughs> Dr. Frost yelled. Wow. <laughs> Katie felt her hand on her back. I'm trying to work out which voice I'm going to give you. <laughs> It'll probably change as we go Help, help undress her. <laughs> Insert a drip and administer one milligram of morphine. He ordered, yes, doctor. Katie, I'm going to give you something for the pain. Oh, sorry. Katie, I'm going to give you something for the pain. The nurse said loudly, <laughs> finally, the pills are taken. She'd taken earlier. Hadn't touched her. Exactly. <laughs> Get some pills for the pain. 
She cringed at the thought of the hot doctor and the nurse seeing her in her well-past-the-use-by-date tattered Hello Kitty underwear. Oh, nice. Very cute. <laughs> Several hands tugged at all her clothing, and piece by piece she felt the cool cotton of the sheets against her hot, sweaty skin. Oh. She opened a heavy eyelid to see the doctor, hot stuff, eyeing her full and naked breasts. All got to say breasts. Nice. Yeah. Though all the, up. all the cramping and stabbing and the unbearable pain, something in her managed to send a bolt of arousal, oh. starting at her pussy and leading right down to the tips of her toes. When did Harry get there? <laughs> Roll over, Katie, said the nurse, pulling her arms through the soft fabric. In a second, you'll feel a sting. It's only for a moment. Katie nodded at the nurse. Oh. She squeezed her eyes shut as the needle pierced into her wrist. It was a lot of bother for a simple food poisoning, she thought. Yeah, needles. Yeah, needles. Luckily, I'm going to read that that bit. Fuck. Fucked by Frosty. I tell you what, it's it's starting to... Once the drip was in place, the nurse left, leaving Dr. Frost to examine a tired but aroused Katie. Mm. As he pressed around her belly... Oh, there's a bit of a typo. (laughs) Go on. This to hers. As he pressed around her belly, her, yeah. his leg, <laughs> pressed into the side of the bed. I love that it's bed. an electronic book, though, and there's still a typo. Yeah. His, his leg pressed into the side of the bed and accidentally into Katie's hand. I bet it wasn't his mm, leg. I bet it wasn't either. Hello. She so self-consciously drew back and tucked it under her thigh, hoping that he didn't notice how she blushed at the contact. She was sure that a rosy pink blush wouldn't show up on her red-fevered body. Ow, that hurts! Katie watched his face. He had an angular jaw and creaking cheekbones that could cut through glass. Wow, must be sharp. Diamond jaw. Here too, he pressed again, causing her to wince. I love that word. Wince. Wince. You you can't say that without your lips kind of going, wince. It's like (laughs) quince. Um... Yes, I feel like I need to push. Oh, sorry, my bad. (laughs) Katie put her legs apart slightly. She felt embarrassed even saying that. Why did she need to push? What if all this was just a cruel joke of constipation? And all she needed was to have a massive shit. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid peeking duck. (laughs) Push then. Dr. Frost placed one hand over her abnormally engorged belly. I'm 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 not pregnant," Katie said, embarrassed. Her mouth twitched. For a tiny moment, she felt his hand rub a circle onto her belly, then stop. It felt erotic, hot. Did it now? She half-heartedly pushed. I need to examine you internally, Katie. Oh. Can you take your underwear off, please? Hello, Kitty. <laughs> Is something wrong? <laughs> Katie asked, now knowing it wasn't the stupid spring rolls. <laughs> Next page. Oh. Flipping through it. We are whipping Frosty is getting hot. Frosty is getting hot. Dr. Frost wheeled across the big metal frame with leather stirrups. Oh. This is what I'm going to find out. <laughs> he unbuckled a strap deftly. Katie wiggled her panties down. Hitching. Sounds like a rape dungeon. <laughs> Just a little bit. And a scat film as well. <laughs> I'm a scat man. Katie wiggled down her panties, hitching the loose elastic band on her toe and taking it down to her ankles. They both stared at the pink and white thong with a smiling cartoon cat. 
If she wasn't going to die from food poisoning or constipation, it was going to have to be from flat-out embarrassment. Here lies the grave of Katie Grubnick. Her heart gave out as soon as her knickers did. (laughs) That's in italics. So obviously that was what was written on a gravestone. That's nice. I like that. Thank you. The red-faced Katie stuffed them into her bag on the floor. Um, ready? Dr. Frost stood at the end of the bed with a twinkle in his icy blue eyes. He snapped a latex glove over the long fingers of hand. Put your feet in here. He patted on the metal plate of the stirrup. Her spread, she spread her legs and slipped each foot into the thick ankle strap. She gave one tester tug. The torn leather was firm and secure. They reminded Katie of those horror movies <laughs> where the damsel is disemboweled by the psycho. <laughs> Dr. Frost didn't look like the villain, she thought to herself. She tried to pull down her gown over her exposed parts, but Dr. Frost wasn't having any of it. She pushed the paper fabric hem up to Katie. Oh, he pushed the paper fabric hem up to Katie's waist. Well, just relax, okay? <laughs> I tell you what, for someone who's got a carrot for a nose, she doesn't seem worried about that. No. <laughs> uh, right, hey, next page. She was sure he had a view of her breasts under the pulled-out fabric. As mortified as she felt with her pussy open and in his face. Once again, I didn't even know Harry was there. No. She couldn't seem to take her eyes off him. The painkillers kicked in suddenly, sending a wave of yummy euphoria through her body. Why did it matter if she was half-naked in front of a hot doctor when life felt this good? Yeah. Ah, she swirled her hands around in the air. (laughs) Theatre of the mind, folks, theatre of the mind. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Frost chuckled, feeling more relaxed then. My my Dr. Frost is very sexy, whereas yours is like the the weird professor, but that's all right. Everyone has their own. Um, Yes, oh, she flinched. (laughs) Something ice cold went up between her legs. Deep breaths. Said Frost. You're as cold as ice. She looked through her V-shaped legs to see Dr. Frost's furrowed brows intently (laughs) focusing on her pussy. Pussy. (laughs) The cold thing in her started to move around. Her hips pushed down ever so slightly. Katie wanted it deeper. I feel something. I'm going to put another finger in, okay? Uh Oh, Yes, okay. Another finger. <laughs> what else? <laughs> it was way too cold. To, sorry, it was way too cold to be a finger, she thought. There was something odd about him. His skin glowed with a sheen of glitter-like sweat. He better not be a fucking vampire from Twilight. And, yeah, <laughs> fuck that. We'll be fucking putting this shit down right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, and even icier Digit followed the first. In unison, they stroked and prodded her inner depths. Dr. Frost looked at Katie with dark blue eyes. She didn't know if she was making it up, but she swore she saw lust flash across them. (laughs) (laughs) We're selling too. We are. (laughs) There's something in you, he said, frowning. What's you? Have you inserted anything up your vagina? Oh. Next page. I know it's going to be erotic or a horror movie, the way it's going. It's... It's it's very um, Grey's Anatomy so far. Okay. Katie nearly burst out laughing. His fingers were the only thing that had been in there in years. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no. Um, I don't feel anything. It was true. His fingers were cold. Her pussy was going numb, but in a very pleasant way. I need to feel your tightness, okay? <laughs> Dr. Frost slipped a third finger in her, stretching her tight passageway. Katie's swollen, erect nipples brushed under the paper cloth gown, begging to be touched. Oh. <laughs> her back arched. She fisted the sheets. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want him to see how turned on she was by all these three fingers pressing against her sweet good spot. I think I've good got spot. it. Just one more finger. <laughs> His eyes darkened. More than she moaned when the fourth finger slipped in and his whole hand pumped in and out. We'll have a fucking tip truck in there in a minute. (laughs) She half wanted him to stand up and unbuckle his trousers and stick his Viking rod in her. Jesus Christ, Joe. Did you just make that line up or was that there? That was there. Wow, that came out of nowhere. The euphoria from the painkillers mixed, well, Rohypnohol. Um, (laughs) The euphoria from the painkillers mixed with the wave of pleasure, sending her soaring above the clouds. Oh, my God, what? Katie bit her bottom lip and tried to stop herself from screaming out as an intense feeling pushed through. Santa, Rudolph, Aphrodite, or any of the other sex gods, I'm praying to you. (laughs) What is Rudolph a sex god? Or Santa. I can understand Santa, but at least he comes once a year. I mean, that's a... Santa, Rudolph... Aphrodite, or any of the other sex gods, I'm praying to you, help me not come all over the hot doctor. Your help is urgently required, because I'm going to come. Who's Katie? <laughs> he growled. Her tired eyes squeezed shut, embracing for impact. Oh, it's just... It's still a bit clinical. It is a bit clinical. And the, the accent, as predicted, has changed significantly. <laughs> About halfway through now, or nearly halfway through, so we're getting there. Okay. His knuckles grazed over the front of her walls and she exploded in an orgasm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a lot of money for effects. Oh, well, Dr. Frost! Oh, sorry. Do- Dr. Frost! Katie panted. Her whole body was gripped in ecstasy. She pushed expelling his slightly thawed fingers, her juices which squirted all over his white coat and something else. Something long and very hard was pressure hosed out of her by the strength of her spasming, spasming, spasming walls. (laughs) Easy for you to say. Spasming. (laughs) Spasming. (laughs) To people spasmus anymore. We wish you a merry spasmus. We wish you a merry spasmus. We wish you a merry spasmus and a squirting new year. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, The odd sensation gave her the creeps. I'm a creep. Okay, I'm going. I'm a weirdo. Okay, so I'm just going to put out... So she pushed, expelling his slightly thought finger and and something else. Don't forget the something else. Something else. Something else has been expelled. Hang on to that. Roadies. Yeah. Um, the thing thudded onto the floor. All her aches and pains vanished within seconds. <sighs> Katie's sweat-drenched hair was plastered all over her face. She must have looked like a soggy mess. Mm. <laughs> Dr. Frost's shocked expression gave it away as he pulled up the object so Katie could see it. 
Was it a cat? <laughs> a big, bright orange carrot coated in clear slime dripped in his hand. Caddy oh. gasps. <gasps> I didn't put that up there. You have to believe me. She suddenly felt too exposed and freaked out by the whole thing. As much as she loved Dr. Frost getting her off, even though he didn't mean to, a magical vegetable exciting her, <laughs> exciting her pussy was just too much for this exhausted muggle to handle. Muggle. Mm. I know. This is quite unbelievable, he frowned, gripping the carrot in his fist. But how did it get in there? The last time Katie had cooked with a carrot was a stir fry nearly a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) And she didn't remember putting that up there. Here we go. You are the chosen one, Katie. He looked at her with wide eyes and a hint of protectiveness. Oh. Next page. Is he going to be like? <laughs> is he going to be like a watcher for Buffy? Oh, like, is that know. the sort of relationship we're looking at here? Is she going to? Is <sighs> is is he like the Giles to her Buffy? I don't know. Chosen <sighs> for what? Her lips trembled. She hoped he would give her another internal examination. Oh. But this time. With warm fingers. What are the vegetables would you find? <laughs> Dr. Frost placed the vegetable in a Ziploc bag and proceeded to rub gel-like cream from a bottle onto his index finger. Medically, you are in excellent condition. I gather you feel much better now. She nodded and bit her lip. It looked like she would get her wish after all. <laughs> his fingers traced the outer lips of her pussy and the gel made a sensitive tissue tingle. This is what I would call a medical phenomenon. I do have an explanation for why this carrot was snuggly inside of you. Snuggly. He said. His fingers caressed gently inside her slick folds. And what is that? Oh, sorry. What is that? She whispered hoarsely. (laughs) Her body pressed back into the bed, and the feeling of pleasure built inside her again. I need to run the test now, and I will have the results for you in the week. He locked his eyes as the, her pad of his finger rolled across her engorged clit, oh. making both her and the body shake. Love uh, a good the en- body and the bed shake. I have a good engorged clit in a story. <laughs> oh, my oak. Hey, Dr. Frost. This gel will make you feel warm inside. (laughs) You will soon feel something cold enter you, but do not be alarmed. As I said, this is uncharted territory, medically speaking, so I'm going to be doing part of the test as well. Dr. Frost's eyes clouded with desire. You could call this initiation. Dr. Frost, in my mind, is about three and a half foot tall. <laughs> He's a hobbit. <laughs> oh, well, we're going too far. That's what she said. Chase him for what? Here we go. He stopped fingering her and snapped both gloves off, throwing them into the waste bin. Katie's body hummed with anticipation. I need you to take these off your... I need you to take off your gown, please, Katie. Our doctors are so different. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Um, okay. She slid the, sti- the stiff fabric over her head and covered both her breasts with her small hands, embarrassed. 
Well, she wasn't embarrassed a minute ago. Yeah. Showing this very quickly. Yeah. Uh, I need you to keep your hands by your sides. You have nothing to be shy about. You have wonderful breasts. He gazed at her perky humps. <laughs> <laughs> my humps, my humps, my perky, perky humps. <laughs> her pulse quickened as she watched him. She wondered if he would touch them. She almost dared him to touch them. She was that horny for him. As though he were reading her mind, Dr. Frost unzipped the flyer on his black dress pants. Katie could see, could just see that low, and he pulled out his big, baby blue, fully erect cock. Baby blue. (laughs) Interesting description. Yeah. He positioned it. just those baby blues. He positioned it at her tingling entrance, running his hands up and over her stomach, up to her aroused breasts, and pinched each nipple with his long fingers. Dr. Frost, Katie squirmed helplessly. Even if she, even if she could break free, she knew deep down she wouldn't. His roaming hands felt amazing. Oh, Katie, he groaned. So, oh, Katie, he groaned. <laughs> Plunging every ten inches of his ice rod into her tight, sweet pussy. It was just baby blue a minute ago. Doesn't mean it wasn't ten inches. True. It could be, I mean, compared to an elephant. Exactly. Is, is, yeah. But I like the way his eyes match his penis. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's accessorizing. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's the really you know, shoe, shoes and belt. Yeah, ten Have inches, to... icy rod, tight, yeah. sweet pussy. Cool. Great. I really hope it's not Harry now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's cold. It felt like someone was fucking her with an ice dildo. <laughs> okay. End of page. Tell you what. Looks like I'm going to get Oh, just crack the elbow. Yeah, what happened there? You're getting old. You're as cold as ice. Be still. You'll warm up soon. Frost plunged in and out of her, his hips thrusting so hard the bed scraped along the floor. He looked at her through half-lidded eyes and dug his fingers into her thighs. Half-lidded eyes. Okay, cool. Half-lidded eyes and dug his fingers into her thighs, pulling her ass in to meet each thrust. Yes, Kathy, you are the chosen one. His man bun came loose. Platinum hair cascaded down over his oh, shoulders great. like a hot sex oh, that's god. A, that's a Mills and Boone moment right there. Harder, Dr. Frost. Call me Jack. Oh, <laughs> nice. Jack! She cried. As warm wave of pleasure pulsed through her buzzing love mound. That's it. Come for me. <laughs> for a second, Katie realised that he hadn't sheathed himself. And even one dribbling of his melting pre-cum could get her pregnant with his mini Viking doctor babies. <laughs> All the surrounding hospital sounds drowned out. It's a little wonderful thing sound. Hey! One of us, one of us. Let's invade England in 790 AD. Sorry. Um, All the surrounding hospital sounds drowned out as they both fucked each other like it meant to be, happening in exactly the way it was meant to be. Jack's animalistic grunting increased. His stethoscope (laughs) fell to the floor by the clipboard. I like this X... Examination. Oh, sorry. I like this examination. Katie moaned, her breasts bouncing up and down in time with his pumping. Her pussy was now hot, almost burning with heat. It's probably some sort of 
STD. It could be, yeah. Mm. He's not sheathed. No. <laughs> Every now and then, a tinge of ice cold would pour up her spine. Ice, ice, baby. Dun, 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 making ice, her body ice, twist baby. with delight. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> right, Fuck. We're, we're really into it. Oh, this is, yeah, we're in. Fuck. Jack Frost decreased his pace, pulling himself right out of her and slowly inching back in. Katie almost pounded. Sorry, <laughs> pound, everything's pounded. <laughs> everything's pounded. Katie almost pouted at the thought of it being over. She wanted to watch his eyes roll back as he sprayed her hungry ins- insides with his hot seed. Or might it be cold? Oh. Don't worry, I'm not done. Jack grinned sexily. 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 He ripped open the crisp white shirt, revealing the most sculpted abs and torso Katie had ever seen. Viking hot. CrossFit kind of torso. Isn't it interesting when I first looked at the cover and described it as Thor with a yeah. snowman hat? Yeah, pretty much. That's what we're looking at. Think Hemsworth. Her, her heart soared. Hopefully not too high. This was way better than solving a stupid TV mystery show. <laughs> What's that? She nearly jumped out of the stirrups. The same tingling gel sensation as before stung around her back door. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> Doesn't muck around. Like, just Trade straight into entrance. It. <laughs> just relax. The more you relax, the more comfortable you'll find it, he said. Oh. They both stared at each other with knowing the air was thick with unspoken telepathy. Telepathy, cross Telepathy. Wow. <laughs> and Pablo Anglis. Yeah. By comfortable, he had meant enjoyable, and they both knew it. Jack Frost. I say we don't call him Doctor Frost. It's just Jack Frost now. All mm. the time. Jack Frost inserted, still a billionaire, no longer a, a doctor. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> inserted a lubed finger past the tight ring and circled inside her anus. His cock thrust in rhythm, faster and harder. Katie panted and twisted, her body screaming out for her sweet release that he had been edging her towards. The feeling of his cold finger exploring her ass, tickling all her hot zones, made her want a screaming joy. Do you like this, Katie? He looked at her flushed face and contorted body. <laughs> wow, it's a fucking exorcist yeah, now. It's, no, it's Cirque du Soleil, okay. basically. Yeah, oh, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously knowing the answer. Next mm. page. I definitely got into the sex pretty quick. Oh, well, did it? Like halfway well, through the book? Yeah, but they've been, once it got there, it was in there. All like, right, fair enough. No pun intended. Okay. So. So I've. Uh, Just completely lost the page. Completely lost the page, but that's yeah. okay. So, it's, so the first uh, word was fuck, in <laughs> case you can't find it. Uh, his knuckles chosen for what? Fuck Jack Frost. Fuck! No, that's, that's what I read. So it'll be the next page. <laughs> yes, but I want you in there, she pouted. She it, pouts a lot. It feels so good. His face darkened suddenly. That is not part of the test. Oh, that is not part of the test. He's clenched. He clenched his jaw. Katie's heart dropped. He was just doing his doctorly job. It wasn't special treatment or because he liked her. How stupid of her to think that a doctor of his pedigree would put his license in jeopardy for playing He's a Jane billionaire. Like Who the her. fuck would care? <laughs> it is my duty and honour, the chosen one, but I can't right now. Jack hesitated, watching a tear roll down the pink cheek of the soon-to-be 
Snow Queen. Oh, here we go. He could find the results of his tests all over his cock. She was the one. Hey. I don't know what that means. You'll find out tonight. Katie watched him pull out of both her holes, leaving her feeling both unfulfilled like a naive little girl. She watched him undo her ankle straps, and while his thick cock, slick with her juices, smacked her thighs in protest, (laughs) she really thought it looked like he could come all over her, squirting thick semen like confetti strands over her thirsty body. (laughs) Nice and Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah, Even better would be if she got to swallow him. Maybe that's what he'd planned for later on tonight. You can get dressed now, Katie. Dr. Frost's blue pupils turned glittery silver in colour. Better not fucking be Twilight. twilight. He watched her sit up. Her legs dangled over the edge of the bed, tingling with pins and needles. The sheets under the strained blue with lube all over her juices. Seems to got very slippery. It is a bit slippery. No, no, that was it. Go back one. Oh, you've already done it, right? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't realise you'd... Um, I was helping. You'd foreplayed me. No, so, <laughs> thank you. Um, which is really funny because the first line is, do you need some help? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who was talking. Um, do you need some help? Yes. Um, she almost fell onto his thick, into his thick, strong arms that held her up while she found her footing. She smushed into his chest. His still erect cock pressed into her stomach. How she ate to drop to her knees and suck his length with her plump lips... Just thinking about it made her mouth water. Jack leaned down, and for a second, she thought he was going to kiss her. But he leaned down and pulled her winter clothes <laughs> from her bag. Thanks. She held them to her belly and turned around. Disappointment stung her heart. Her ripped panties. She didn't rip them off before, did she? No, she, she pulled them off. off. Okay. Oh, no, they were, they were tattered. Oh, there you go. Her, she should have been tattered, didn't she? Mm. Her ripped panties fell out of the crumpled sweater to the floor. Katie bent down and hooked her fingers into the fabric, but as she did, her bare ass innocently rubbed up against Jack Frost's groin and his still hard cock. Cock sucks her. Cock. Cock. You can't do it. You can't even do it with a Cock. Before she had time to think about why he hadn't put it away yet. Uh, <laughs> Not that she wanted to. His arms were around her and she was bent over the bed. Jesus, Katie, I want you. I don't care if it's not part of the test. She smiled to herself and spread her arms outwards as he positioned her between. He positioned himself between her legs. She'd never been fucked from behind. Well, I mean, has this woman done anything? No. Doesn't um, sound like it. And now she was getting asked. <laughs> and now she was getting... This fucking escalates very quickly. <laughs> right. She'd never been fucked from behind, and now she was getting ass drilled by the Dr. Hot. <laughs> ass drilled by Doc. Ass drilled uh, by Dr. Hot. Painting Dr. Hot. We need an ass drilling. But you, but you could get into trouble, Jack. She feigned in protest. Next page. Oh. Uh. <laughs> It'll be worth it if I do. <laughs> That turned very Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> It'll be worth it if you do. If Here I we do. go. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> come, with, come with me if you want to live. 
Are you? Oh! oh Arnold Schwarzenegger porn. <laughs> Katie cried as the pleasure of his hard rod pressed in her hole and popped past her tight ring. Pleasure and pain shot through her instantly, like heroin in the veins of a junkie. Okay. Jack rocked his hips slowly back and forth, inching into her more and more. Steam escaped from in between her legs as his cold cock melted in her hot pussy. It was like his cock was a giant dumpling and her pussy was an Iron <laughs> Chef spoon on a wok. Oh, sorry, it was her pussy was an Iron Chef sponsored wok. Oh, no. Feel me, Jack Frost. Oh, feel me, Jack Frost. Katie moaned, grinding her ass back into him. He chuckled. <laughs> of course, my queen. And with that, Jack Frost rammed his dick fully into her tight ass cavity, making Katie scream out in pleasure. He guided her hips back onto him, watching sweat pool in the small of her back. Yes! Katie cried out. I've an echo in the room then. <laughs> Thank you. I can actually throw my voice. That was really good. She now found a new favourite hobby, <laughs> Jack Frost attacking her ass. She could sign up for that class any day of the week. An ass class. <laughs> an ass class. Arsy classy. Nice arsy. Jack knew Jack once. from the back with an ass class. <laughs> Guess who's back? Jack is back. <laughs> Jack knew once he'd claimed her by filling her with his magical liquid that she would be his and all the other Dr. Snowman shifters. And Dr. Snowman is Dr. Slash Snowman. Shifters. She'd be their sexy snow queen for the rest of her life. Oh, fuck, Katie. Jack rammed harder into her, stretching and feeling her precious, innocent ass. Wow. It's all going on. No, no. I had, I, Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm helping, mate. I'm helping. Yeah, we're not far away. No, good. That's what she said. No. <laughs> She felt him grow bigger inside. Every bump of his veins could be felt by her. She was close to having the most intense orgasm of her life. A lot of the some first things of her life in this. Yeah. Hottest doctor she's ever seen in her life. Most intense orgasm of her life. First carrot. First carrot inside of her <laughs> life. First <laughs> taken from behind in her life. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, the sound of their skin slapping erotically and frantically against other, each other took her over the edge. <laughs> nice effects. Thank you. Yeah. Jack, I'm coming. So, Jack, I'm coming. She breathed with her face smushed into the bed. So I should be more like, <laughs> with her face smushed into the bed. Katie tipped over into a climax. She saw slivers of white snowflakes flash before her eyes. Yes, yes. She was beyond caring what the neighboring patients thought of the strange noises coming from her room. I think it's well beyond the fact no, worry about that. We're, we're, but that ship has sailed. Yeah. <laughs> a strangling sound came from Jack's throat as she felt her ass being filled up with his creamy, cool liquid. It felt like it shot up right through her to the top of her head. It's impossible, she thought to herself, but that's exactly what happened spiritually. Ah, It's very Christmassy. It's a love connection. It is. I love your tight ass. Jack jerked a few more times and smacked her ass cheek playfully. He pulled out of her and spun her around to face him. His arcs were a dark midnight blue. They change a lot. Yeah. It's like hypercolor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was strange, but Katie felt like her eye color had changed too. Oh. 
even though she couldn't see them. Um, here, Jack handed her some paper towels as his semen dripped down her leg. Oh, that's, that's romantic. Clean yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> Clean yourself up, bitch. <laughs> Give me back my carrot. <laughs> it's my turn. I want to go and make a stew. Um... <laughs> Uh, Katie curiously dabbed her finger in a stream and licked it. He tasted like snow cones and carrot cake. Oh, yum! yum. <laughs> That's so hot. Jack stared at her. He had dressed and tied his hair back up on us. <laughs> Not a single thread was out of place. Oh. Yeah, I'll tell you what, we didn't even got a photo go. I reckon there's only half a dozen pages. Oh, shit, son. Oh, oh. this is a pop filter's going everywhere. The yeah. mics are falling over. It's just getting too excited here. It's got to cool it down. Cool it down. Jack Frost style. I'll see you tonight, Katie. She opened her mouth to say something, but he leaned in and kissed her, his tongue making use of her open mouth by swirling with her own. He growled into her mouth as she pushed her breasts against him. Give some rest, okay? Doctor's orders. (laughs) Yes, sir, she said. Luckily, Katie was the most loner, was mostly a loner and never had any plans. And with that, Dr. Jack Frost disappeared out the door, leaving a, a shell shocked Katie naked, clutching her clothes and a bag, and a baggie with slimy carrot stick. Oh, so she's still got the carrot. Hang on, let me read that again. And with that, Dr. Jack Frost disappeared out the door, leaving a shell shocked Katie. Naked, clutching her clothes, and a baggie. Oh, and a baggie with a slimy carrot stick. Because remember, he put it in a Ziploc bag. He did, yes. There you go. That was a very small page. We are up to chapter two. And I think the two, the following two chapters are only two or three pages each. Deux pois. There we go. All right. Right. Chapter two. Got to get a hustle. On arriving home, she showered, ate, and crammed in some study, even though her mind had a million questions running through it. That night... Cold sought Katie out, both awake and in her dreams. She couldn't get warm at all, and around midnight she woke to Harry Perter hmm. meowing and scratching at the downstairs door. She huffed and patted down the soft carpet and onto the kitchen floor. What? She yelped. Sorry. What? She yelped. Ivan! <laughs> <laughs> her feet had hit a patch of cold water. The kitchen light revealed water dripping from the freezer compartment, pulling into the middle of the perfectly level floor. That's so odd. Of course. Why would it pull into the perfectly level floor? Harry Potter purred. <laughs> Harry, sorry, Harry Perter purred. Of course he did. Swishing her fluffy ginger tail against the door. Oh, there's a ginger. Yeah, nice. purr by name, purr um, by nature. Yes, you can go in in a minute. I need to clean this first. Your page. Oh, admin, admin, admin. We've got to get to uh, what's going on tonight. She opened the freezer to see what on earth was going on. It was fine this morning. What the fuck? <laughs> She said incredulously and slammed the door closed. Katie nearly emptied the freezer and turned it into a winter wonderland in her amazement. Icicles dripped down the mini carousel with tiny metallic painted snowmen, riding around the sweet fairy-go-round music. Maybe this was the remnants of the painkiller leaving her system, she thought to herself. Crazy, Katie. Wow. One of us. Harry licked her paw... Impatiently. It just is hard to say Harry licked her poor impatiently. (laughs) Oh, for goodness sake. She stomped to the door and swung it open. 
The porch light flickered on and shone upon a big round snowman sat at the bottom of a three-step porch. Instead of a carrot for a nose, there was a button. And the carrot, well, that had become a raging orange erection sticking up at her. Of course. What else did I expect him to look like? Knock on the door like a normal person would? (laughs) A shifting sound, something like someone panning for gold, emitted from its direction. Meow. Harry took a few paces back and hid behind the legs of Katie. With melting snow dripping off him, Jack Frost emerged, with all of his glorious tanned body on display. Have you changed the... Yeah, have you changed the poetry? Mm. Katie, my snow queen. He shook his hair like a Labrador at the beach. Showering her with drops of water. Hi, Jack. She wanted to hug him but hesitated. Maybe it wasn't like that yet. It looks warm in there, he pointed behind her. Before you come in, tell me what's going on. Katie shivered in the snowy air. I'm a billionaire doctor slash snowman shifter. (laughs) Once again, dropping that billionaire tag. I'm I'm a billionaire doctor slash snowman shifter. Of course. Like a shapeshifter, obviously. Yeah. Um, all snowmen have one queen. She grows a carrot cock inside of her. You are my queen. Oh. <laughs> what, what, why do you grow a carrot cock? <sighs> Katie glanced down at his growing erection, glowing neon blue like a lightsaber. Oh, it's Star Wars oh, as well. <sighs> <sighs> Does that make you? Oh, sorry. Does that make you a king? She asked, hopefully. No, none of us are. But we are all billionaires and doctors. (laughs) (laughs) And we are here to serve you. Of course. Of course they are. Uh, We, we, she frowned. She never had a... A menage. A menage a trois. It didn't say that. It just says menage. Oh. I've never seen it without the rest. (laughs) Anyway, um, <laughs> for those people who vu pas la Francais, I'm sure menage means something, trois being three, yeah. un de trois. Anyway. Menage meaning sex with three? Sexy time. Um, I don't, I don't, anyway, um, but wouldn't rule it out after how much fun today was. Uh, yes, the other Jacks. Look, there's one over there. Oh. He pointed at another snowman in the first stages of shifting into a human. There are tiny snowmen in my freezer. <laughs> I don't blame them. Once I told them how hot you were, they couldn't wait to get their dicks wet in you. <laughs> oh. He grinned slyly. What? What does all this even mean? Katie felt weak and confused. Katie, you'll mate with me for life. With all 25 of us. Oh, shit, son. We'll love you and care for you as we hope you will do the same for us. Page. Now, I do picture that... Uh, the theme song for this whole book has to be ACDC's. She's got the Jack, 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 <laughs> Jack. Oh. You're going... Uh, you will do the same for us. You're going to bear us, Dr. Baby Snow Shifter Babies. <laughs> and I intend to be the father of your first baby. My balls are blue. Snow Shifter Babies. And hacking to fill your sexy womb with my sweet hold ham. Jack pulled her into his arms. It was like hugging 
a sexy ice sculpture. Doesn't sound that sexy. I see. She kissed his rocks on the chest. I see. I know. (laughs) I see. You could crack a diamond on it. It was that hard. And don't worry. The more you come, you take, the warmer your body becomes. It's like a self-insulating property. (laughs) All snow queens develop it. The man that shifted sauntered over to them. Oh, hello. I'm Defrost. Jack Defrost. Defrost. A naked man with beautiful dark olive skin joined Katie and Dr. Frost. Hello, she said. So it's a big frosty gangbang, basically. Mm. Dr. Frost loosened his grip on her and guided her into Defrost's arms. He was slightly taller and had an enormous, equally enormous, pulsing blue cock. I claimed her this morning. Her first child is mine. Man bun. Oh, man bun, Jack told Defrost. They Jack. both nodded and agreed. The others will be defrosting inside Katie. It's time for your initiation with your snowmen kingdom. How do they become just like British and stuff? Like, how Different do... defrost. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they tugged at her waist. Defrost quickly leaned in and pressed his thick lips against hers. He was softer and gentler compared to Dr. Frost. I heard you have a terrific ass, Katie. <laughs> I look forward to experiencing that for myself later. Like a Guy Ritchie movie. Said Defrost. <laughs> well, uh, we must be getting close now. <laughs> That's what she said. <sighs> no, no, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Well, something about his smooth voice made Katie go weak. <laughs> Of all the voices I do, that's not the smooth one. At her already weak knees, how on earth would she be able to handle all these hot and hung men? She'd never know. All hell the queen, chanted a group of hunky naked men from the kitchen. Oh, hang on. Go again. One, two, three. All hell hell the the king. All hell the the queen. Okay. Sorry. Katie could could make out six of them. She straightened herself up and brushed off the arm of defrost, making her way into the kitchen. If she really was queen and these men were here to serve her, then let the games begin. The men formed a circle around her. The neon blue erect cocks throbbing like giant fireflies. <laughs> I'm your queen. Now get on your knees and lick my pussy. Oh, shit. She got really authority very quick. Harry runs away real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Harry fucks right off. <laughs> they're, they're too cold. Um, the floor shook as all the men dropped down, their thigh muscles flexing much to Katie's delight. She couldn't believe it actually worked. Hello, snowmen harem. (laughs) (laughs) Tongues waggled and men slid towards her, their animal lust taking over their bodies. In front of her, his hands gripped her lips. Sorry, gripping her lips was Dr. Frost. Katie watched his pink flat tongue snake out. And chapter three, colour pages to go. It's nearly done. Katie flung herself out of the bed in fright, sending Harry Perter scuttling for safety. Damn alarm. Oh, don't Wait. tell me it's all a... Was that just a dream? No. She grabbed her cardigan and raced downstairs. The floor was wood floor was dry. The freezer had frozen peas and a weird vegetarian meal. Oh, Katie. She brought intending to eat, but had no intention of eating after all. Thick with ice. No carousel. No snowman. Wow. Harry nuzzled her legs. Damn it. 
It was all a dream. A sizzling hot, but completely untrue dream. She plattered, she patted her flat-as-a-pancake stomach. No pain either. Hello, Katie picked up her vibrating phone. Miss Gribnik? Yes? I was at the end of the page. Oh, hello. Uh, this is the office of Dr. Frost. We're confirming your appointment for a general physical exam by Dr. Frost today. Katie placed her hand over the phone in excitement. She had booked this appointment ages ago. Or did she? It didn't matter anyway. Hello, Mrs. Gribnik. Yeah, sorry, that's fine. Oh, and one last thing. Dr. Frost asked if you'd be willing to have his fellow doctors sit in on the exam. Oh, I lie. They're using some fancy new equipment, said the receptionist. Katie's face lit up. She grinned to herself like a loony. She knew what that equipment would be. Neon blue cocks ready to ram her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, of course, it would be my pleasure, Katie giggled. Bye. Wait, Mrs. G... Yes? Katie brought the phone back to her ear. She could hear hushed voices on the other end. Dr. Frost has given me a message for you. Your test results have come back in. Congratulations. You're pregnant. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Katie smiled and put the phone down. Her belly might be flat now, but soon it will swell with Jack Frost's baby. Thank you, Jack Frost. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Now, can you just go back to your last page? Yep. Did they refer to her as Mrs. Gribnik? Because that's what I think you said. Oh, so no, Miss. Miss, right. My bad. Might have been my bad. No, there you go. Hmm. Well, there you go. That was... Fucked by Frosty. Fucked by Frosty. By Cake Montgomery. And it shows that um, well done, you actually cake. can have your cake and yeah. read it too. Oh, and on that, roadies. I'm so glad Troy came up with that. Thank you, one and all, for joining us <laughs> for different. another year of lunacy. Um, we are truly so happy that you uh, you listen to us and our silliness. Um, we hope you have a happy and safe Christmas, and yeah, we will Christmas. see you in the new year. But one well, more thing. You'll hear us in the new year. You'll hear us in the new year. One more thing. For our New Year's show, oh. I haven't spoken to Troy about this. Well, we haven't we're discussed gonna, that. No, mm. we're going to hit you up uh, via the socials. Ask us. What's South Road Boys, any burning questions you may have oh. or burning rashes that you may have, oh. anything you want to know about here's Troy a, Here's a problem, though. Mm. By the time they hear this, will we record our New, Year's, our New Year's one? Oh, yeah, probably. Well, we'll do it the week after New Year's. Well, that makes sense. So we'll ring in the New Year and then the following week we'll answer your questions. Right, let's do that. Yeah. Right. So anyway, you'll see us on the <laughs> Timey socials. Timey wind me. Anyway, um, we hope you have a happy and safe Christmas. Yep, Merry Christmas. And um, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.